Soy el fuego que arde tu piel. Soy el agua que mata tu ser. El castillo a yo soy. Hello, good evening, and welcome to a, a special Wednesday edition of the Cantina MKS podcast. My name is John Jagu. Glad to have you guys with us uh, this evening here live on YouTube. We are live on YouTube usually Thursday night, but uh, we thought it was uh, you know a couple of big news items have happened over the past couple of days. So I'm sure that we uh, have a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm sure you guys have a lot of stuff to talk about. And you can do that. You can do that via on our, on, our, on our chat there on YouTube, or you can also call us, and we'll post the number here momentarily for you to uh, call in because we do want to hear from you. I know we have a uh, some folks that are, uh, would uh, would love to uh, would love to what. Uh, check in with us and in regard to that as well but let's uh without further ado let's introduce our our panel of guests we have with us in kyle texas just south of austin albert el chiquis campa our technical director albert how are you hey doing good a little bit of happiness and a little bit of sadness today are you feeling a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll (laughs) maybe maybe a little bit rap a little bit of rap. <laughs> See, I'm sure. I don't know if I'm. So, we'll, uh, we'll we'll dig into that a little bit later. Good to have you on, Cheekies. And again, uh, oh, he has posted in the number. So, if you folks want to call us, and uh, we do welcome callers here on the Cantina Mickey's podcast. So, please uh, write this number down. It'll also be on the chat. It's seven two four seven zero seven three eight two six. That's seven two four seven zero seven three eight two six. And then the pin is. One three, one one eight. So seven two four seven 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 zero seven three eight two six in the pin. One three one one eight. So uh, hopefully we'll uh, hear from you guys later on the podcast. Also have with us uh, in uh, South Los Angeles, California. Joel Aceves joins us from the soon-to-be new home of. Carlos Vela, are you guys, Joel, are you preparing your 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 extra room for 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 a new border there? Carlitos Vela, is he going to come and 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 hang out with you in uh, in South Los Angeles? No. He he'll be hanging out with uh, Gio, with the uh, Los Santos brothers. Uh, I'll be lucky to get close, man. Yeah, but I, we will have a good uh, Los Angeles Clasico. I think this city is, is, you know, it deserves that. It's a lot of football right here. And looking forward to that. And, and uh, Joel, remind me, how, how far will you be from the new uh, LAFC uh, football stadium that they're building? About 10 minutes. 10 minutes walking, right? I mean, I mean. It, no, you know? <laughs> in my car, no. I could get, I've gone there walking, but. It's like 30 minutes walking. So you can have a nice little Sunday stroll. Go see yourself some uh, some Carlitos and other LAFC teams, and then uh, and, and then and head on back to the head on back to the homestead. Yeah, pretty much. But I, I mean, you know, this is the one thing that I think it could be, uh, you know, like the Derby, the the Galaxy versus LAFC, and it could be spearheaded by Mexicans. Right. So you have you have the two Los Santos, 
and uh, LAFC, they're about to get someone else. You know, I, I think they're going to get another. It's, it's going to be Picolin. Seleccionado. It's going to be Picolin. <laughs> probably, I'm guessing like in Ochoa, probably still Guardado, you know. Achi, achi. <laughs> One of those. But I mean, I, I know, I know um, the Mexico fans, they're disappointed. But personally, I'd rather be able to watch them live than on TV, you know? Sure, sure. It's a, it's a topic we'll, uh, we'll, we'll delve into a little bit later. Now, across the, uh, across the way from you down in Long Beach, uh, the, the El Profe joins us, Juan Uribe, who uh, we, we love it when he's on, and it's, uh, it's always a treat uh, when, when, when he comes on. So uh, in honor of your, of your joining us, Profe, we will uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and signal the, your, your, your entrance with a... <laughs> but we won't give you the full one. Just, just, just a oh. little taste. Just a little taste. All right, hey John, how's it going, man? How's good, going, good, good. How, how's it going for you, Coach? Now you were you were with Chiquis in uh, in Vegas, and, and 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 we have to ask you the question: Who is more fun to hang out with in Vegas? And 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 you know here, you know we don't <laughs> pull punches, and, and you know those, you know we we we, we, we accept everyone's opinion as is. So so who's more fun to hang out with in Vegas? Is is it Chiquis or Hoyle? You you know what man you you know what surprised me the most is uh, I I thought Beto he wouldn't drink dude and uh, he actually he, he he drinks more than uh, he drinks more than Joel hey, yeah you didn't, you didn't let me tell the story oh, last oh, week oh, hey, Beto, <laughs> I'm sorry. wow and you know what he he actually uh, he threw his shoes at at, a, at a, one of the speakers in the, in the conference well doesn't he do that at every at every conference. No, I think just that one. I think it Isn't was, it programado y 45 minutos dentro de... He gave the PA system a chanclazo? <laughs> the, the, yeah, no, the, 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 person, the person presenting. <laughs> Excellent. I, I, need to, I need to tell a story about the uh, mi- middle of the night phone call also. <laughs> oh, who, <laughs> <talking> about... <laughs> who, who got a middle of the night oh. Remember, Remember the last show I was at, man, he called me like at 1.30 at night. Well, that's not the middle. In the middle of the night, to me, is like is like is like from three a.m. You know, from three to six. One thirty is not so bad. I was snoozing. I was snoozing. That's true. Woke his slumber. I was snoozing. My arm, you know, my clavicle is all fractured. Right. Phone. The phone rings like at one thirty. I wake up. I put like my. I, I lean on both arms and I just and it start and I just jack up my arm. You know, it just you know it just hurts again. And it's it's Juan over there, calling me. Hey, man. I'm down. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't answer. He said, he just texted me. He says, Ando todo pedo. Amen. <laughs> I guess he was, he was enjoying he want, it. He wanted to start a Dutch rotor. A Dutch or a double Dutch rotor, Hoyle. <laughs> Chiquis was in no condition, man. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, man. I don't think I want to know. <laughs> Well, good to have you on. Uh, good to have you on, Juan. We'll uh, we'll uh, we'll jump into what what did and didn't happen. And you know, I don't know if you want. I know I know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but it seems like you want to. You want to defend your honor here, so we'll we'll jump into that uh, topic a little later. But uh, staying in California, we have with us uh, Daniel Preciado, who uh, like his uh, his Chivarmanos has, has has watched his team uh, draw every game so far in the Liga MX Apertura, just just like they did last season. You know why? 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 Why mess up a, a good thing? You know, just, that's let's right. Just keep it going. 
We'll, that is uh, exactly right. Now but, you got a, got a little a little sad news today, uh, Daniel. Which we got to keep one of one of your one of your idolos is uh, the the the, idolo, the the guy. I mean, I even like monitored his 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 uh, his hair loss pattern, like like, and and took pride in the fact that mine was mirroring his. I mean, that's how much you're like. Uh, I looked I looked I'm, up. I was like, look at that. I I'm even just like him. I'm just like him. Yeah. You have his cologne though. What's that? You have his cologne. You know, I did look for it in downtown LA in the in those shops where they have a a bunch of a wholesale. But they, apparently, it was only sold in Mexico and in Latin America. And then I, I had trouble finding it. So you didn't find R- you R- didn't R- find R- a, 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 a botella a botella pirata. Yeah, la esencia de, de campeón. Um, I didn't exactly. I never never got a chance to splash it on. Well, uh, good to have you on, Dan, and we'll, uh, we'll, of course, we'll jump into the big news. But we can't do that. We cannot do any of that without introducing our fellow Aguilar. Of course, we're talking about uh, Ronnie the Luna in Philadelphia. Ron, I just got back from Torchy's Tacos here in Austin. Uh-huh. And when you order the guac, they, they literally just cut, a, cut an, uh, an aguacate. And they fork it, throw the, the the onion and the cilantro, and they go, "Here's your guacamole." Outstanding. I hope that I, ho- I hope that you would do the same thing at your place. No lemon. Well, of course I put a little lemon on, but okay. but I mean, but 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 it's not something that was made, you know, three days ago. No, and kept no. in the fridge. You, no, 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 no. Like do they that. do at some other less reputable establishments. No, you can't do this. So. I would assume that you are. How much? How much was the uh, the, the guacamole in your neck of the woods? This one, I think, was it was either well, it's torchy, so it, it's uh, it's gonna be it was it was like three or four ninety nine, I think. That's not that bad. No, I mean I figured oh, they're only they're only paying for the you know the the the, uh, the aguacate, which was what maybe like a dollar or two, if that. So they're making a little money off you. If it was like eight ninety nine, I would think I would have to I'd have to hold off on that. But but forty nine is not so bad. Good to have you on, Ron. Yeah. Uh, we have a, a big news to get to. I have a couple a couple of big stories. Of course, we'll get into the the, the the big one today. And the big one today was that the U.S. Treasury Department implicated uh, Rafa Marquez in a uh, I guess a narco money money laundering scheme and froze his assets. Uh, I would, I, I'm not sure. Those uh, you guys will have to help me out. Is, is that worldwide assets or is it just assets held in the U.S. Just the U.S. Just the U.S. And it, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It was more his uh, his his foundation and his academy. Just you know, a couple of businesses that he had set up. And it was all due to the relationship that he had with uh, with the gentleman who was a former owner of of clubs in Irapuato and also in uh, Querétaro. It was a guy that he'd known for a while, and he was implicated also as, as someone who may, who may be a, nar- a narcotraficante. And that gentleman's name. Who's that gentleman, uh, uh, Joel, uh, as, as I look it up? I don't know the name, John. It was uh, Raul something. Hernandez Flores, maybe. I think I think you're right. And uh, I'll, I'll dig up that name here in a second. But yeah, so um, his, his assets were frozen. And now, now Rafa did, did give a speech uh, or, or, or make some comments about, about an hour ago outside of the uh, Atlas uh, uh, facilities there in Guadalajara. And and we do have we do have a little of it here. Let me see if I can pull it up. Hang on, if y'all just give me a second. Uh, oh, here it is. Hang on, here it is. 
I can handle things. I'm smart. I'm like everybody says. Like dumb. I'm smart, and I want respect. So, uh, Fredo, Freddy. <laughs> God. So, uh, Rafa. Yeah, here it is. Uh, Raul Flores Hernandez. You guys are exactly right. Uh, who was the president? So, obviously, this is somebody that he's known for a long time, and I, and I think. Now, you know, obviously, we don't know the, the the legal ins and outs of this, but but I think Ron, that you'd mentioned earlier in in, uh, in the day that you did that that you you would be really um wouldn't wouldn't shock you, I should say, that that, that Rafa had 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 no idea that that this was actually happening in his places just because of you, like you said, it, it's it's not like. You know, this guy said, "Hey, Rafa, hold this duffel bag for me for a few you know, days." You know what, John? Like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm approaching forty, so it's not like you know the whole fandom thing. That, that that's, you know, twenty years ago. I don't, I don't, I, I think, I, I honestly think that Rafa is, is clean in this. I, I really do, uh, because I, I, I don't. Well, for starters, for starters, um, he's since he's been seventeen years old. You know, you know, seventeen. You know. The guy's basically made his career playing abroad, and he's always the type of player that you know that had other people you know managing his money, doing stuff like that. I just I think that you know he let his his good intentions. I think I think people just I think prayed into that you know, and and, and they used his name and they used his uh his his foundation to to do dirty deeds. I I, I don't think that he's the you know the type of player that or the type of person that would. That would be involved in that. He had, you know, he's got everything to, you know, he, 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 dude, he's, he's set for life without, you know, without that. Right. And so, so it, it would seem like, you know, of course, we're, you know, we're not, we don't know, we're just speculating here. This is what we do here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. We're not, you know, we're all those, you know, some of us might have, I know that Joel has more of an inside track than, 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 than some of the other ones, but. But you're right, though. I mean, it just—it seems like, uh, as you say, they—they—they—they they, they, they preyed on his on on his good name and goodwill, and 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 maneuvered things and, and set up things in a way, you know, through his the foundation, his own foundations to, to help them uh, clean the money, which is what, yeah. which is which is what uh, and, what happened. Know, I, I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying that Rafa's a, a dumb guy, but you know, but the thing about it is, you know. To launder money, it's not a, it's not it's not very it's not easy thing to do. I mean, you you have to you have to have book smarts. You have Please to be tell tell us all about it, Ronnie. No, you live in well, Philadelphia. I don't I don't I don't know how to do it. But I'm just saying I'm just saying that it's you're a businessman. You know, tell you know, us. I, right. I wish I had an account. I wish I had a good a good Jewish account. But you work in can a, I say that? Can I say you that? work you work at an air quotes restaurant. Air quotes. Yeah, you know. Uh, I'm a quick run here, man. I, I actually. I'm against Ron that he was taking advantage. Ron, I, I could actually picture Marquez in the street, and when he's talking with uh, with his friend, they're covering their mouths while they're talking. Oh, oh like like in <laughs> casino. Like in casino. <laughs> <laughs> so that so that the so that the feds aren't aren't reading their lips. Yeah, I, I think in Mexico the the cartel stuff, the the narco stuff is just it's a long reach. It's a reach around, man. And, it's, <laughs> and yeah, it's just it's it's invaded a lot of sectors, you know. So and, and I, I think you're just gonna come in contact with these guys, you know. It, it, a few years back, we had Borghetti was under hot water because he attended a party from the 
one of the cartel parties. Well, I mean, Liga MX alone uh, has had yeah a bunch of teams owners of their teams that uh, that I mean, there's one right now that is air quotes yeah. rumored to be uh, in, in in some sort of relationship with uh, that particular ilk of folk. Well, I mean, you know, keep in mind uh, what's her name, the the actress that had uh, connections, you know, with her exchanges with a chapel. What's her name, uh, Maria Felix. No, 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 not her. Kate the 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 Castillo. Kate del Castillo, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it's like, and I made this comment, you know, before the show to 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 Joel, that you know, you know, when my brother, brother, my younger brother, when he was in Tampico, he went to the American School of Tampico. I mean, at that school, you you, you had you had the, the children of you know the politicians, but you also had the children of of of, uh, of people like let's just say new money. You know what I mean? So it's like they're, they're, they're wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying is that you know you're. I, I just I just think that it's uh, you know I think that he maybe Rafa Marquez just like I said I think he just uh, was naive more than anything you know. Well, well you know naive yeah naive and. Well, even if you have people like handling your money, handling your businesses, hey, 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 you guys see locations, they can take advantage of that. They can use that money. They can like take cash amounts and and pocket stuff, and that happens all the time. And and uh, and this could have happened there, where you know it just happens underneath his nose. Wait, I, I think we have. I think we have, we have, break, I think we have breaking news. Uh, Juan, did you have something you did want to share with us? El patron. I think that's a that's a picture of a Jolie. It does look very much like Joel. Goddamn. That's like a fatter, younger version of Joel from like 10 years ago. In el blog del narco. Joel, is there something, Joel, is there something you should... Uh... I, I clicked the fin. Yeah. <laughs> Search is laughing in the, in the chat. Is he? We've, we've met a few times. Well, yeah, it's. I mean, it, it, you guys, it's it, it, the 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 resemblance. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, is uh, uncanny. Is, uh, is striking. <laughs> is, uh, is is striking. So so now the immediate question is, what what does what does Atlas do? Um, and what happened? I mean, I mean, I mean, is he is he is he off the team? I mean, I mean, as, you know, as far as his career, I mean, is, is his career over? Is it done? I, I think I think that uh, I mean if I'm Atlas, I would stand by him and and, and let you know, uh, and uh, until until you know until there's like damning evidence, like you know, I would stand by him. But but isn't the the PGR in on it too? So it's not just the treasury, but also in conjunction yeah. with Mexico's. So so I mean, if he's already being implicated. That means they have some some evidence. Yeah, and I believe they've already sent it to the Justice Department. So, actually, actually Mark Martin has a good post that he he clarifies a lot of stuff. He says that the the accusation is not really an accusation that, that that they have the evidence sufficient to even hold his funds, take away his visa. So it's like he, it's like he's already guilty, and it's no innocent until proven guilty. He's already guilty. His punishment is already there. And yeah. There's no sanctions like um, like jail time. It's just you well, know. That, and and FMF does have a, a clause that they added. Like if you're you're involved with with fraudulent stuff like that, 
here. It's called, it's so, called of, a, of moral character. You have to be of good moral character. Like, and, and it's funny because it's a good thing we don't have that here on the Cantina Mekis podcast because I mean, we <laughs> no. got guys. We got guys that go to Vegas and he was banging cocktail waitresses two at a time. Players couldn't get a drink at the table. What's hey, wrong with you? I mean, I'll, seriously. I'll seriously. <laughs> oh, no, but you had, uh, you had, uh, what's his name? I mean, if, if you think of all the club owners, like, you know, Carlos Ahumada, and then, and then, man, and then you also had, like, what's his name? Uh, Sermeno, the old, uh, the ex, uh, well, Kenneth had a owner that no one knew who it was. It was, it was a silent partner. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And it was a guy you walk in, it's, it's, it's like, it's like Charlie on the speakerphone and Charlie's Angels. You know, he's, he and goes to the owners' meetings on by speakerphone. So, <laughs> yeah, and the biggest one of the biggest ones was the uh, Jorge Lankenbeo. Yeah, I know I'm mispronouncing his name, but he he even used like you know the Banco Confia, and he laundered a lot of money, and and he was he was in charge of uh, Monterrey. Now, like when the whole Coca-Cola FBI thing came about two years ago, and there wasn't one Mexican, one Mexican. Uh, That's implicated. still incredible. You, you know, I that I mean, I was surprised that you know that there wasn't a Mexican implicated. And then, did, like, did that then make I, you angry, Ron? Did that make you a little angry that there was? No, 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 no. It didn't make me angry, but like, why know, weren't they invited on um, on the gag, on on the gag and stuff like that? So. I don't know. It's just I, I don't. I don't. I think these guys are well paid. They're, they're, that they don't need. They don't need to get in, involved in, in, the, in that type of stuff. They don't need. They don't need those envelopes. No. I mean, I I can understand why. Like, I, like you know, to make my point, I could understand why the Caribbean team. You know, the, the, the those guys because they're they don't have leagues. They don't. They can't make money. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, that, was, that was like three years' wages for a lot of them. Yeah. If they so, had thirty thousand bribe. That was about three years' wages. Man, I got I got fifty thousand when I got my envelope. <laughs> so, I mean, so, so for these guys, I mean, I could understand why. I mean, to a point, I can even understand like why, like you know, a federation like Osava or they, they do the same thing, you know. But it's like it, it's it's pointless to do it because these guys are making millions in Mexico, legit. You know, I I, I don't see I don't see. I don't see it greed really being a factor. So, here. Are, are we all just speculating here? On, on... Oh, of course, of course. Until okay, I mean, until, so... until 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 I mean the, the maybe the maybe had... he got maybe he got caught doing something, and maybe that evidence went to the wrong people, and maybe they uh, made him play play along. Since we're just playing the speculation game, well, I, the, I'd, I'd love to think that 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 he's going to come out of this clean, where he's just oops, I'm just like I I, I trusted the wrong people, but I think that's what's going to happen. I think that's really the, the, what happened. It's, it's just going to be kind of hard to believe, though. What's that? It's going to be kind of hard to believe it completely. But uh, for a second, I mean, we'll, I see. We'll, 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 we'll see. Well, we'll see. Well, Beto, Beto, Beto. I mean, you, a lot of a lot of these players. Yeah, I do think his status though is going to buy him a lot of sympathy and a lot of a, ben- a lot of benefit of the doubt amongst a lot of people. But for sure, this is already like putting a dirty stain, tarnishing uh, what he's been. Yeah, it's unfortunate. The type of stain, the type of stain that you only get from the Dutch rudder, huh? <laughs> the, du- the double, the double Dutch rudder, <laughs> double Dutch. I'm gonna put, put my aluminum foil hat here. 
yes. Tin foil. Yes. Tin foil. There you go. Yeah. I I think that's part of it why he was trying to to lead the players' union. Yeah, but uh, this happened with the with Wong. Maybe, maybe, you got the connections, man. There's a lot of money right there. I so mean, the, I think in Mexico, that's that's also like a lot of the laundering also happens through the player transfers, and it's and it's been going on since way back, like the '90s that I remember, and uh, through through the Colombian cartels, they would use player transfers to launder money, um, and and it still happens. And you'll see you'll see some players that come to Liga MX and never even play. You know, or or, you or players were, get signed uh, for a six again have sixteen million dollar transfer fee when they're worth two. <laughs> so I mean, it it still goes on, and and I think the whole trying to trying to be, you know, at the head of the players union, I I feel there was something something there, man. Or maybe they're smearing them because he tried to make a players union. Well, I don't think they, they smeared him if he was actually doing it. I think they just probably uh, outed him, you know. They uh, because it happened, and and Ronnie Cotella's thinking two steps happened, ahead. It happened with Mauder when he challenged Televisa, yeah, and uh, and they dug up all the dirt on him, and they they got him kicked out and jailed as well. I mean, yeah, my uncle got thrown in jail. Um, well, actually, this is my second cousin, like ten or fifteen years ago, because he pissed off the wrong guy down in Mexico. So it, uh, it certainly does. It certainly does happen now, you know, and now while we're, while we're, while we're, can, can, can you pass the hat to me, Hoyt? Yes, sir. If you wouldn't mind. <laughs> no. But you gotta so, play the music. Well, I'm, I'm playing the music. Hang on. It was, hang on. Give me, give me, hang on. All right. So, you know, with, with, in light, in light of the new information that we found out today, I mean, it, you know, that, that, that handball in 2006 has always bugged me. Always. I mean, I'm not sure, you know, there, there are, you know, pendejadas and then, I mean, that's like, you know, that that's always bugged me. So do you think that, that there may have been something to that too? And then, and then Omar Barawa missed the penalty kick? <laughs> I mean, come on. It, it won't make us question all, all these, all these things. A, and uh, Vasco losing to the Nags in, uh, and he's already been uh, implicated on some dirty stuff too. So he, he was cleared. He, he was, was cleared, cleared of charges. Yeah, he was cleared. It was like, yeah, like a month ago. So what? <laughs> so what? The allegation. The allegation is all that matters. <laughs> is he? Is he still coaching in Cutter? No, no, he left. Or, or, or in the Emirates. He, he won. Left? He won a cup tournament, and then he he quit. He, uh, he gathered so his so money. He's, and... So he's back in Miami or or Madrid or wherever he lives. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, which which I have to say now, just just given given how can we blame a lot of these Mexicans that would rather go to the U.S. where it's like we don't want to be involved with the whole mess that is in Mexico. Yeah, I, I'm starting. To, you know what? That's a good point, Jolie, because I was thinking the same thing. Maybe that's why. I mean, you, less. Yeah, you're you're Borghetti. You you get invited to a party for Tijuana cartel. I mean, you can't say no. You know you. <laughs> You kind of have to go, and That's you have right. to wonder how much more stuff like that happens. Prostitution, loan shocking numbers. <laughs> the kid liked the wettest week in everything. <laughs> <laughs> Is that from Goodfellas? 
It's actually from uh, the Simpsons episode where he, the first time he meets Fat Tony, <laughs> and Principal Skinner goes missing, and uh, they and, and they 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 burst into Fat Tony's uh, bar, and uh, they they say that that Bart was the El Capo de Tutti Capi. It's it's a great episode if you've never seen it. I think it was <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the third season. It's a uh, good stuff, but. Uh, I have to check it out. Again. I do think uh, Juan brings up a good point, though. I mean, if if you're like at the very least, you're you you know that they're looking at you or aware of you when they start inviting you to parties, and it I could see how the pressure to even like I mean just the pressure that they could put on. I mean, I don't know how I'd react. Got I mean. It, it's it's a tough position to be placed in, for sure. It, it is because I mean, go back to go back to the Cabanas incident. The guy yeah, goes, the guy, the guy, the guy goes to El Barbar with his with his uh, brother-in-law. Wait, wait, Ron, let, let me let me just stop you there. And and that bar was is known as the national team hangout. Like they would they would literally go after games at Azteca, the national team players, and, and a lot of the high profile footballers that they'll go to that bar. Yeah, a lot of celebrities, and obviously these, you know, these these narc guys, you know, that obviously think that they're part of, you know, they're the part of the in crowd. You know, they're they're obviously going to want to spend the money to go to these places, and, and like you said, I mean, they're they're bound to, you know, to 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 rub shoulders and perhaps even sometimes break bread, you know, near the same table. And uh, I just think it's it's an unfortunate. Uh, I think it's unfortunate, but again, whereas like I said. They could live I'll, I'll, in Los Angeles and live in, in relative anonymity. True. True. <laughs> I mean, dead serious. South Los Angeles. Oh, I was thinking about that too, John. I mean, I know one of the. I don't know how much of a concern it is for them, but the 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 threat of being kidnapped or having a family member kidnapped and just having these ransom demands placed on you, you get a lot of less of that. Or some of some of that's probably some of that fear is probably lessened if you're living in LA, unless you're Pulido. So I'm saying, I mean, oof. he uh, that was that was kind of scary. I mean, I don't know if he was kidnapped as much of anything if someone made fun of the outfit he was wearing. I know. I, I didn't want to. I was waiting for Beto to say something about that. And, and you know what? The funny thing about Pulido, they were saying that uh, where was he at? Tamaulipas or he was in Ciudad Victoria. And but they were saying that that they were going to be boating around that time, so that it was like a PR stunt to make the current mayor look good. Well, PR is one thing that uh, Liga MX and uh, teams and and the FMF in general have 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 not necessarily been good at, and it's going to be interesting to see. Has Atlas made any kind of statement on how they're going to proceed, or are they kind of sit and wait? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, I haven't checked the uh, the old uh, the old information box in the in the past uh, hour or so. So, uh, as far as I know, they haven't. I don't know if you guys have seen anything I, differently, or if any of our callers have seen anything. Because again, we have uh, we do have numbers uh, for y'all to call if y'all want to uh, discuss last, this with us. I think the it's last a, thing that we, that we know is that uh, Mexico even froze his bank accounts. Oh, they, so they froze, they froze his assets in Mexico? Yeah, yep, they froze his assets in Mexico. Do you, do you think they got his getaway money too, or do you think that, that, that's, that's still safe? <laughs> I, I don't know. Speaking of getaway, I, I saw this uh, this meme, and in the, in the 
you know, the PGR has Marquez, and they're asking him where where are the trophies for Madlas. <laughs> he's saying I didn't, I didn't I don't have them. I swear the the cabinet was already empty. But <laughs> 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 Marquez probably like those pimps that that's why they have all these gold chains <laughs> on him, and he has some money. Well, Atlas, I mean, at least not on their Twitter feed. They haven't posted anything in ten hours. So, but uh, again, the reality is, 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 is you know, what kind of uh, what kind of crisis management are, are both are both Atlas and Rafa Marquez going to? Uh, you know, how are they going to deal with this? So that that that's something that that I wouldn't mind seeing. But before we get into that, hey. we do have to uh, make a, a, another announcement that we have another member has joined us. Another Chivarmano has has hopped on. Uh, Rigoberto Raton Ayala, how are you, sir? How are you guys doing? And now, doing now, Rico, you, you you said this week that you're uh, you have a business in San Diego, so you might go down to TJ. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm. I have to go to a conference in September, so I'm probably gonna go to TJ to catch a game. I've never been, so I'm excited. I'm yeah. Excited to go to TJ. I'm excited to go to San Diego. San Diego is uh, is, is as as Dan can attest, and I'm sure Joel and. And and profit too. It's 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 it is a fun city. There's there's no there's no question about that. You have a good time. Hopefully, we can get together with some of the guys and have a beer, hold hands, and uh, who knows? Who knows where the night takes us? Save some smiles. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> I can't wait. Hey, I'm hey, all careful, 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 tingling. Uh, Jolie's got some new techniques. <laughs> <laughs> You still want to show me your cucumber? So, we were so, talking about reach arounds earlier. So, so John. Yes, sir. Uh, assume assume that uh, Rafa gets cleared. What do you think happens to his legacy? Well, I mean, that's the that's a good question. I mean, are they going to be like remember that uh, that goalie that was that was uh, convicted of, uh, of of being in a kidnapping ring, the guy in Monterrey, the, the, yeah. the Gator Diz or whatever his name was, and they he's paraded still, him. He, apparently, the guy still pleads his innocence. Really? Yeah. yeah and, they, and, they, and they paraded him in front of the media? Yeah. I mean, I mean, as Martin said, you know, you know, his, you know the, 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 the sentence has been passed. I mean, I don't know how I – don't, I mean, how long are fro- our assets frozen? Are they frozen forever? Are they frozen for a month? For a year, I mean, what, what, what's your bit? I mean, as far as his legacy, I mean, I mean, I, I don't see how this can't can't do anything but tarnish it. Like uh, to the point where, like, let's say, no, I mean, I, I, I don't no, think that he's going to no, get a TV gig. Like what I'm saying is, like, you don't see him now going to the fifth World Cup. You don't see him uh, a farewell game. You don't see him like fulfilling him. You know what? Thank you, but we don't want you part right. of the players' union. I mean, do you think it's going to be that extreme? Assuming that yes. he, assuming that he gets cleared, you know, and he's innocent. You know, do you think? But just still, the association. You know, people are always going to wonder. You know, do you think, do you think it's going to get to that point? Have you ever seen the movie "Can't Buy Me Love"? Yes, I love that movie. Where where it came out <laughs> that, that hey, just Ronald hang Miller, on. What's this Ronald is more this is more pathetic <laughs> more pathetic than our Erasure Pet Shop Boys we had last week. I just want to throw <laughs> that. Right. But go ahead, please continue. Please continue. There's there's a part in the movie. Cindy Mancini was a piece of that. You know, <laughs> 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 There's a piece. Of, there's a part of the movie where where Patrick Dempsey gets outed. You know, he pays a girl a bunch of money to go out and to make himself look cool. Yeah, he pays her a bunch of money to pretend that she's his girlfriend. That's a, um, you know, 
that, that that's kind of how I see it. Like, uh, <clears throat> help me out here. Um, I'm losing my train of thought here. That dance since you brought that up. I know that African but dance. Don't. <laughs> no, I wasn't talking about the African. I was actually going somewhere with this. But that, I got that dude's little brother, Chucky Miller, was actually Seth, Seth Green. Green. Seth Green, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chucky Miller. I don't know why I remember that. You useless information. Yeah, I have no idea where I was going with it. I'm sorry. I totally fucked that up. I, I ruined it. I ruined it for you. I ruined it for you. <laughs> yeah, where were you taking this? Come by me I, love. Oh man. He he pays to get in with the big with the big boys. So what what is that? Yeah, were you saying Marcus was trying to get in? Yeah, well, I'm trying to help you out. Oh no, okay, okay, okay. It, it was the part that where he was he a long boy and, and, and how and how he gets shunned. I'm sorry. How he gets shunned. How everybody just doesn't want anything to do with him, even the nerds are like, No, dude. Like we can't that's how I think it's gonna be for Rafa moving forward. No one everyone's gonna distance themselves, no one's gonna want anything to do with him. Just because who wants to be associated with that? He was banging cocktail waitresses two at a time. Players couldn't get a drink at the table. What's wrong with you? But th- that's how he is. He's gonna be. He's gonna be uh, taking his little uh, cafeteria tray and sitting, uh, sitting by himself in the corner. And and it's not just that. It's uh, I mean, I mean, what 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 public position is, is Rafa gonna be able to have post you know post playing? He's not gonna, you know, it's gonna be very hard for him to get uh, to get a, an announcer position, you know, for, for Televisa Azteca or, or Univision or wherever, because of this. It's gonna be hard for him to be, you know, to have a visible position at any club, you know. You know, you know if anything, he's, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna have to, in addition to with dancing, he's gonna have to toil in in, in almost an anonymity, uh, you know, just just coaching. And he's not the only one that's going to be affected by this. It's going to be the entire national team, Atlas, the league. It's the players' union. His his, yeah. kind of, his his foundation, his academy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, th- those were the assets. I mean, his foundation's assets are are frozen, gone, frozen. Now I noticed on one of the lists of of the of the I guess um, organizations that are implicated is uh, in it. Involves Pardo. He's not, but he wasn't uh, included in that at all, right? So uh, he he wasn't on the list. But there were some other names around the list. There was a singer that was on the list. It was like there was like uh, like twenty twenty five folks that had been uh, that were implicated in this investigation, implicated and and uh, an action was taken. And uh, I didn't see any of you on the list, so that 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 is a good thing. So, well, nah, dude, you, I, I don't even know how broadcasting to, from. I, I can't wash my underwear. I can't launder money. <laughs> so what happens now? Does does, does the Mexican government extradite him? No, because he's. Uh, I mean, his punishment has already been handed out. I mean, he's not going to trial or anything. I mean, it just it was it was. Uh, yeah, but they can they can. Um, Press charges though, can't they? Can't they send a send it to the Justice Department? Because that's what I heard that it's actually getting looked at by them now. Well, according uh, to Martin, like I was saying, read his post. It's just uh, they're holding his funds, and there's no jail time consequences according to him. So I don't. So know. that's his. That's his punishment. You know that that, that kind of leads me to believe that maybe they know that he will, you know, seek his innocence, and they're hoping that. He may you know, ha- have Mitch. information on on them, you know, 
flip or flip or something. You know, I mean, because if that's the case, I, I don't know. I mean, again, I'm speculating here, but yeah, because why wouldn't they seek? Why wouldn't they seek like more uh, like tougher charges, not just freeze his assets? Well, I, I mean, know. that's the thing, though. Is, I mean, they, I mean, they were using his operation or his. Uh, you know, basically bank accounts that are in his name or in his foundation's names to do some creative accounting but, uh, with ill-gotten gains. But uh, speaking of money laundering, do you remember that? You guys remember the movie uh, Office F, Office Space? Right. You remember like yeah. three guys? They were smart and they didn't know what money laundering in, and then Orlando fraction of a cent. Yeah. Or, Orlando Jones. Hi, I'm addicted to crack, but now I'm off. I'm trying to stay clean. <laughs> I'm trying to sell magazine subscriptions. You sound just like them. <laughs> can I, that, wasn't, that actually wasn't bad. <laughs> can I tell you all a funny story and, about Office and Space? He explains, and he explains uh, what money laundering is. <laughs> You're saying that uh, that uh, that's what uh, Rafa needs to attend one of those Hello, one of those seminars. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Funny, funny thing about Office Space is that uh, they filmed that was filmed here in Austin, and two of the locations that they used in the movie were places where I actually worked. They did an outdoor thing where I worked down uh, in, in South Austin, one of like little industrial park. Yeah, and then all all of the uh, restaurant scenes, uh, regardless of what restaurant they were in, they were they were they did that at a. Where at the time I was actually bartending, so like for three or four days we. Uh, Chachis or something. Like exactly, Chachis or whatever it was called. Chotskys. Yeah, that was a place called Legends. It was uh, it was a hotel bar at the Holiday Inn up in, in North Austin where I used to bartend. So uh, yeah, it was it just it cracks me when I saw the movie. I was just dying. As I knew about Legends, but I had no idea about the other place. That was when I my first gig out of school. I was I was one of those marketing people at MCI, getting people to buy a long distance. That was a uh, MCI. Yeah, I was they, working during the Mexico Bulgaria game, they, and you knew because we didn't we, we didn't have a TV, so we're calling you know Mexicanos. We're like, ¿Qué pasó? so we're trying to get the you know the blow by blow on the penalties. On well, MCI, didn't that turn into AT and T? No, MCI yeah, turned into Verizon. Oh yeah, oh, really? I think because I think my first cell phone, I think it was with GTE or something like that, and I think they turned into. Yeah, it uh, became it became WorldCom, and then it became yeah. uh, Verizon, and the, but but they merged with Bell Atlantic. Uh, yeah, that's what they did. So Rafa is he? So he's done. I mean, I mean, it's gonna. I mean, he he had his I, is his career I, I, over. I, I, he's innocent, but I think that I think that uh, is he going to have to hire Aaron Brockovich to clear his name? I mean, this this guy. I mean, this guy could have been. The president of the Mexican Federation did it, you know, in 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 a decade or so, you know. I, but with this, I, I he's lucky if he can if he can get a coaching gig after the fact. Even if he, even if he comes out of this clean, I just think I'm still always going to remember this. Boys, anybody else? Uh, final final word on uh, on uh, Rafa Dan. I'm about to go with you, Dan, because I know that he uh, that he's that, my favorite. Uh, he was he was your guy. It especially hurts. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, honestly, um, I, I know we were talking before the the, the show started. It, it's it was, you know, it was like that 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 gift file that that that's um, you know, where where one guy's just crying and the other guy's behind him is laughing at him. That that's kind of how 
my emotions kind of uh, how how they were today when I'm older, so I'm I'm used to disappoint disappointment and real life. So is, is the so older I, version of totally you laughing at your inner child? Is, is yeah, in, yeah, okay. But the but the inner child that I'm still holding on to is just can't help but be a little bit heartbroken because you know my, my hero just fucking. <laughs> Disappointed me, man. It turned out, at least at least at first glance, it's looking like he's not what we all thought. Muy triste, no? Estoy muy avergonzado. Oh, you are too. Eh, me estoy avergonzado. <laughs> that is, uh, I think that that's probably the best way to uh, to put a button on that. And uh, now before we get to the other story, I do want to mention that uh, Ronnie mentioned that Rafa had a really good chance to as you said, be president of FML. I think another guy has a good chance to do that. It has, uh, has officially retired and is, as uh, Joel uh, reported last week, uh, one of the folks that are, that are, that are being uh, shopped around to uh, get a, gain a lot of power position at FML. That's a uh, Gerardo Torrado who, uh, you know, would probably, uh, you know, I mean, maybe we're not going to see the, the Torrado Marquez mark, uh, partnership to uh, to lead FMF. It's now now it's going to be cut out of the by himself. It looks like. But Gerardo did retire, and I mean he's another uh, he's another guy that uh, you know obviously has a lot of has a lot of smarts. He has has been around, under, understands. I think he, doesn't he have a law degree. He does have a law degree. Yeah. So does uh, Gonzalo Pineda, if I'm not mistaken. I think he also has a law degree. Yeah. And you know he's got he's got the good hair. When, when, when he when he grows it out, so he, uh, you know, you know that that somebody f- uh, to definitely keep an eye on as 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 not necessarily go moving into as a coach's role, but into an executive role. So uh, you know that that's uh, someone whose career I think that we should uh, bear some, you know bears additional scrutiny as he as he moves on. And um, do y'all think that uh, that Gerardo has that that opportunity? Do you think he has that kind of future too? Make it pretty high up on the, at least on the sporting side of FMF, or I, I, or am I, just... I don't know if presidency's up uh, Gerardo Torrado's uh, future. Because keep in mind, keep in mind that he he did he did uh, him and his pop did try to go after the FMF. Although they kept the fight in house, you know, I, I think that you know certain owners will always remember that it's like, hey, you tried to go, but you know. Against right. us, you know. Well, now they are, uh, they're, you know, shopping him or at least uh, throwing up trial balloons to give him uh, Jimmy Bathroom's position. So he's he's going to be the guy that, at least in the near term, is going to be the, you know, the, the yeah. devil's advocate to, uh, oh, sorry, why'd you do this? Why'd you do that? You know, he's he's going to be the guy that, that questions him. You know, I mean, right now there's nobody. And what was, you know, what was Jimmy Bathsalt's going to say to this guy? So. Definitely somebody to uh, to keep an eye on. Uh, I mean, you know, hopefully, I mean, for his sake. I mean, you know, he's you know obviously somebody who had a great career as a player, and uh, you know, you know, was a, was a, was a. I mean, I saw him at the in, in Chicago at the 2011 Gold Cup, and the way that he maneuvered everybody. I mean, it, it, it was impressive. I mean, he knew where everybody was on the field and where they needed to be, and he was just. Pointing and, and and directing traffic the entire day, and, and and the reality is that I haven't seen a midfielder do that for Mexico since. So he, I mean, he, I, I've always liked him. I thought he was a great player, and I think he's somebody that 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 really knows and understands the game 
and hopefully he will be able to uh, use his knowledge and help future teams. So you see him coaching, John? No, I don't. I see him. I see him uh, moving into executive into uh, executive executive roles, like in development and stuff like that. I think that, I think that that's where I see him. I think that he's going to be the guy that's going to end up hiring the coaches, or at least, well, maybe not hiring, but you know, maybe making recommendations. Yeah, but it sounds like he could be a good coach too, huh? Uh, what's, I suppose. What's, uh, Osvaldo Sanchez retweeted. Um, Rafifi, idolo, estoy contigo al, al 300, 300. Sé quién eres. La verdad saldrá a relucir. Fuerza, hermano. That's uh, isn't that like one of the one of the standard cliches that uh, the Mexican soccer players say? It says, "Muy pronto saldrá la verdad," and then they never say anything after that. Because I mean, the 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 guys that were the Atlas Untouchables, it was uh, Osvaldo, it was uh, Rafa, it was uh, Pardo, and Borghetti. Well, he was a little before, but Chatito should be there as well. Chatito Cepeda, Osorno. I think one of those two guys was also involved or linked to uh, to some shenanigans. I don't remember. It was, uh, it was Osorio. It was Osorno. Osorno. Oh, he, he, he was linked to, to, to well, a car accident or something. Shenanigans? Are you, are you sure yeah. about that, Ron? Yeah. <laughs> bargle, bargle, or foo Speaking of shenanigans, I think they feel they finished filming uh, Super Troopers too. Can't wait for that one. Wow. That, that would be uh... – that that would be that is fantastic news. Uh, Beer fest is my favorite. Uh, <laughs> oh yes, yes. It's a, beer fest, yeah, I love that one. It's, Speaking uh, of beer, it is pretty good. Speaking of a uh, beer, well, not beer fest, beer league. You know, because we were talking about the Karate Kids, the new Karate Kid series, and I was I can't remember who I told, but I was telling him that I, I still think that Ralph Macchio's best movie was uh, in beer league. Is I uh, love that movie with Artie Lang. Yeah, he was also good. My say crossroads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but beer league. If you guys ever, if you guys ever listen to Howard Stern, like you know when beer league came out, dude. If you guys ever watched the roast, like the Howard Stern roast of uh, of like Artie Lang and uh, Baba Booey, did you guys ever watch those on YouTube? You, you can catch, you can watch them on YouTube. They like they are they are hilarious, dude. I'm like, if you watch the comedy roast, you know that there's like. They're okay. The ones that Howard Stern did back like ten years ago, where he they roasted the what was it the uh, Baba Booey, they roasted uh, Artie Lang, they roasted uh, like two, two, three other people, dude. One of the, they would always attack Artie Lang for that movie, uh, uh, Beer League. Like you know, one of the one of the uh, the jokes was like, uh, what did he say? He said, "I wanted to go see your movie, uh, Artie." I mean, I don't want to say I was the only person, but they told me to turn off the lights after the movie was over. <laughs> I'm ruining the joke, but you guys have to watch it. It's, it's hilarious. I don't know if I digress, by the way. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> All, right. Proud. All right. So, other, other, moving on to the other big news of the week. And uh, a conversation that uh, seems to be, uh, well, I mean, I guess for him it was, uh, you know, got him off the front page at least. But uh, over in uh, over in South Los Angeles, uh, Joel is going to have uh, a new neighbor. Uh, Joel, is he going to live between you and America guy, you think? 
Is he gonna is he gonna take the house in between? Probably gonna live in the same condo as uh, Dos Santos. Yeah. So where would that be? Would that be down in Hermosa Beach or uh, or Venice Beach? I don't know, man. Sky's the limit for them. You don't know where they. You don't know where Gio lives. Actually, no. Well, Joel, when are you gonna when are you gonna follow him home from a from a practice, dude? <laughs> Go to all the Denny's. That's bossy. I was about to say there's something Chiquis would would know, and he already see. He already knows Wait. about Denny's. Do, do y'all know that joke? Uh, what what does La Quinta mean in English? Apparently not. Y'all, you, you know no. the answer is next to Denny's because for years, if there was a La Quinta, there was a Denny's right next to it. So is that does that where 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 Gio lives? Is that a La Quinta? No, they no. crowd for jokes. Today. The jokes are the harsh, jokes are flying today. Harsh, just fire. <laughs> crowd is tough. Anyway, yes, yes. As I was saying earlier, <laughs> you know what you need to do there, uh, uh, Cheekies, is, is, is play your uh, play your obnoxious horn. Oh, that one. <laughs> oh, the double. There you go. <laughs> Played them both. Yeah. Yeah, that would be. Now, one thing I one thing I didn't. Well, I guess we'll have to, we'll have to we'll we'll do it here in a second. But uh, so Carlos Vela has uh, announced that this, in, in February he's going to be playing in at uh, LAFC. Uh, now, I personally think that this was LAFC's second choice. I think that they wanted a bigger name. Carlos Vela, ha, you know, has had a decent career, um, but I don't. I mean, I, again, I think that it, it, it could have been better uh, for him. Uh, but either way, he's the the, the first uh, designated player for Los Angeles uh, FC. Will he play in the now? Is that stadium going to be ready, Joel, for 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 twenty eighteen, or is it going to be? Yes, sir. For, no, so it's, it'll be ready. Yeah. Yeah. So, are you are you have you have you have do you go by daily to to check on the progress? No, no. Yeah. Have you gotten your uh, your abono yet, Joel? <clears throat> no, no. Uh, I'm, I'm getting a season press pass, courtesy yeah. of Soccer Cron. Excellent, excellent news. So you'll be you'll yeah. be giving us so so. I know we have Geo Watch on on Footbags. You're going to be giving us Vela Watch. Vela Watch, and I think they're going to get at least one or two more players. I'm pretty sure of that. So my my question is why are people I mean I mean I, I mean I, I watched it and I read the news today and with I mean and it just seems like all the all the the Mexico fans are just I mean I have to play this for all of because they're just so upset that this is happening it's like man you know he's you know he's not making decisions based on who well, I mean, what's what, you know how am I going to do well in the national team that's not that, that that's like the last part of the decision. So, I don't so think why you, are people so upset? And you know what? I don't think, and and I, I don't know if you guys watch um, uh, Football Picante and Rafa Puente brought up, he tried to bring up this point and Hugo Sanchez got salty. And he was saying that even if you're playing abroad, it doesn't automatically transition into, because you're doing good in, in La Liga, that you're going to do good with the national team. And he was, he was trying to say that of Hugo Sanchez because he, you know how he was at Real Madrid was he was nowhere near that level at, at uh, with with the tricolor. 
And it's not like it was a bad team. He had a pretty good team. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree on that. I'm going to have to disagree. Well, but not only that, but, well, two things. Two the timing. Things. Ugo didn't play for the national team from 1987 until 1990. So there were like four or five years where he didn't even play with the national team. Which was and that was, when, that was when he was killing it at Real Madrid. But please continue, Juan. Wait, oh, no, but, but yeah, so I'm saying that they, they think it's going to affect, to me overall, it, what affects is, is your mentality. If, if they come over here and they just checked out, they went on vacation, then yeah, it's, it's going to affect them. But if they still have, you know, if, if they choose to maintain, uh, to remain competitive, they will do good. And we, we saw it with uh, Cuauhtémoc. You know, he, right. he's a player that got sent around. Even even in Liga MX, they sent him to to Necaxa, to Veracruz, to Santos, and and he would just play really good because he he didn't let that bring him down. You know. But Cuauhtémoc had a desire to be on the national team. That's what I'm Carlos saying. He, he's well, never had it. He's never had. He's never wanted to be on the national team. Because if you want to be on the national team, you, you when they when they call you up, regardless of whatever's going on, you go to the national team. And he turned down the World Cup in 2014, and all yeah, the uh, I guarantee you there was a lot more to just him just turning down that. But but and so I we think went that's... out with Gio when he wasn't even getting playing time. Cuauhtémoc is the only example too, the single only example, and he he has a different style of play where he didn't need to run hustle real hard, even when he was old and decrepit. All but don't need... forget, he said no to the national team too. Yes, he did. He's a different type of player. Any all, all fact, the. If, if we had the Kraken, that would be the first thing he'd bring up. Yeah. But but I mean, in fact, it, if, it he had, if he had audio drops, he would just he would just play La Volpe saying, no or whatever it was, and then he just, yeah. And it is, it is a, it's not just a mentality uh, thing, but it's also a skill and being able to play with other, with other high-level players Um which affects the mentality, even though you, you know he he is in LA and wants to try hard and wants to do well. There's a there's a sense of ease and a sense of uh, comfort that he's going to have automatically, being in MLS and knowing that it is MLS. Do you think maybe possibly, and I'm not saying that I believe this, but do you think it's possible that maybe he sees this as a way to, if he if he sees the MLS as a as as an up and coming league to be the guy like you know to cement himself as a bit of an LA legend, I guess with because I I heard Bob Bradley speaking about this, and I was like, mm, I don't know about that because I, I, I mean soccer is still a niche sport even in LA, yeah, like the face, especially MLS, the face of MLS maybe. I don't, yeah, I don't the, fa- the face or the face of LAFC, like the new team in LA, like I think that's how they're. I, it sounds like that's how they're selling it to him. I don't know how how legitimate that is, though. I mean, even his face, like on the in the in the video he took, his face looks all awkward. He looks like uncomfortable in that in that uh, sweatshirt and everything. Well, he looks twelve. <laughs> that doesn't help either. Well, I think he just wants what to. What he should have done is that he should have worn the, the wife beater, you know, the wife beater white t shirt, and then worn worn the hat. Then it would have he would have got an instant. It would have. <laughs> I'm being I'm being dead and, serious. And the neck tattoo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that kind of creeps into the face. Yeah, <laughs> kind, of, kind of like kind of like kind of like Quato in, in Total Recall, you know, with just this 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 bean that's coming out of you. MJ Pitt, so, he hit it on the head. He just he's, he's just there to mess around. He's just there to enjoy the beach. To see you don't know that. Bulls to see the Lakers. 
to see some NFL. Maybe he's a Clippers fan. You know what, though? You think of that, Chiquis? The recent Lakers signings, that you might be on to something, though, Beto. Yeah, the Clippers are too low level. I need Venice. He's he's going to the Lakers games. He's going to the Forum. He's going to the Lakers. Lakers. No, he doesn't even know the Clippers is he, exist. Is he a Rams fan or a Chargers fan? Because he's got both. He's got both right he's there. A, he's a Raiders fan. Is he a Raiders? I know. I know. I know. Chicharito's a Raiders fan. But what? What about? Uh, what about Vela? Is he a? Ah, oh, he's never actually said. I'm he strikes assuming. me. But no. But he's a he, he's a Heat guy. He's not. He's he doesn't. What do you think? He's a. You think he's an NBA via Melon? You think he's gonna? Well, he's going to get – see, that's the thing, though, is that if he's just an NBA guy, then he's going to get, you know, instead of getting just 40 games in L.A., he's getting 80 games in L.A. because he's going to get the, both the Lakers and the Clippers. Yeah, and he can Uber, like, for, like, Uber 10 minutes um, and, and go to the games <laughs> after practice. Me buena el Uber. Yeah. I mean, it, it does make a lot of – I mean, I, I'm sure when he, he thought about all this stuff, and he's like, man, it sounds pretty good, man. I kept telling you guys, you, you guys weren't – Believe I can. Me. I can go to Lakers games. Again, once again, I need that. Just, <laughs> just, just I get to be on Fox Sports and get shown like on the on the screen when they start panning out to celebrities. Because I'm and, sure and the at first, some point, the, the first pitch at Dodger Stadium, like Gio did. I mean that that was you know what that was the one thing I was waiting for. I was like, you know what, I, I might consider watching him if he throws the first pitch at Dodger Stadium because that's. So is he is he coming over in February or after the World Cup? Uh, in January. So yeah, he's so he's he's gonna do nothing for four months. Is it four months? Uh, the MLS starts in or, March. Well, I guess it, it starts in March. Yeah. So who I mean, knows? Man, gonna be, I guess... Go on loan. But you know, but you, he uh, Bradley kind of does have a point as far as that. Well, I mean, I don't know if, if legend is the word, but I mean, if you think of how many Mexican players have had a chance to play in uh, in the LA area. And uh, you know, and Bob Bradley even even had a couple of them. I mean, I know that y'all. I mean, I don't know how Ramon Ramirez played. Uh, in, in no, you, I, I was there. I was there, John. I saw that whole catast catastrophe. But but Claudio Suarez did, 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 did seem to play okay in, in in MLS. You know, he didn't. Man, I forgot about Claudio. Who did he play with? He played for Chivas USA. Oh man, goddamn! I should be ashamed. I don't remember him. Um, the... Valencia was here too. Poor, I still feel bad for Valencia. It got roped into doing that awful. Uh, yeah, he didn't want to come. job? No, the segment on on on, 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 on HBO Real Sports. Oh man! <laughs> and Chivas just won, by the way. Chivas won what? Won the Copa America game against Juarez. They won. did. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Tigres lost. No, I don't want to. Primero que nada, hay que felicitar a Chivas porque ganaron bien. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, that was when I was looking up all the all the ladies cemento and Lady Máquina. That was a, a a girl called Lady Aguila. Ron, I think you would like her. You should uh, you should look her up. No, the one that I actually kind of want to look up is the one that was on the. Lisa. What's her name? Oh, Lisa. she was like the, the 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 center midfielder on the on on the starting the the money laundering starting. Yeah, dude, she was hot. Yeah. She's hot. <laughs> I think Ron. I, I think that. Give us a choice. That was Lady Machina or. Ha, ha, ha.
through know. every national team game. Right. So, 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 Ron, out, out of those three, MKF it for me. Who, who, what are you going to do? Who's Lady Aguila again? Oh, Lady Aguila. She, she was this one. She, she, she said. Primero que nada, hay que felicitar a Chivas porque ganaron bien. La neta, hay que dejarnos de tonterías. So there you go. So, so MKF. Also, she's been a gracious loser. MKF for ladies here. MKF for ladies. Then you got to marry uh, Lady Aguila. Since, since Beto sees that as mental midgetry, though. Yeah, that's. And, 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 and mental midgetry would be me not responding to Rigo dissing Pumas and Palencia. So I have to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have to play this role. Siempre es la misma pendejada que hacen las pinches chivas. La otro año, ¿qué pasó? Perdimos y aquí en Jalisco, cabrones. Que no chinguen. That was if you don't remember the the Guero Chiva. So I, I guess I guess Ron's not going to participate in our in our in our MKF game. Give here. me but about the, five minutes, guys. Give me about five minutes. Well, he really has to think about it. So I'm not sure what he what he's what he needs to do about that. So we will move on now. Now, Joel, uh, you and I have we've written about it. We've talked about it. We had a long conversation about it yesterday about how. You know, especially in, in, in light of the new rules and regulations that are in Liga Emekis that, you know, you know, and maybe MLS is a, is a league that uh, Mexican players should go, hey, you know what, I can actually make a pretty decent living up there. And, and, you know, instead of getting hosed and, you know, and mistreated and all this other, not mistreated, but, you know, just, you know, not given the opportunities that I know I can get up there, you know, maybe MLS uh, might be an option for me and, uh, you know, I'm sure MLS would would love to have, you know, 22 year old Mexican players coming up instead of, you know, 28, 29 year old guys, guys that can really make them done. You know, bigger, bigger stars. Are, are you talking about they'd rather have a, they'd rather not have a European petardos? Well, I think I mean I think that that's always going to happen, but I, but but you know, and I, there, there's definitely uh, an opportunity for you know, especially if if we start you know as uh, you know some people think that the Vela might mail it, and that's fine. You know, you know what 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 if he does? Uh, you know, you know, you know, finally find the joy in the game because I I personally believe that Carlos Vela has never enjoyed playing. I don't I don't, I don't think he I think he enjoys his teammates. I don't necessarily think that he enjoys. I, I think that he is. As gifted a player as Mexico's ever produced, as far as his his natural ability, but but he just it just was never it would just was never that important to him. When whether that's a club or national team, I don't think it matters. It just it just didn't matter to him. But I think that, I think that that started to change with him a little bit as he matured and and became a dad and some other stuff. So, uh, you know, you know, maybe at some point if it happens at LFC, if if if, if he can find uh, you know the the joy of playing. Then, then hopefully it'll work out. Who knows what's uh, what's going to happen? But I do think that uh, that the MLS is is a league where I think the Mexican players can can have a big uh, a big big in- impact. And if especially if the two leagues, both Liga MX and MLS, have more of a more of a of a competitive relationship, 
I personally think it's it it is it, it is the lowest hanging fruit for for for, for a Mexican player as far as opportunity and 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 what they can do with it and it's uh to me it is it is just it's just this huge well there's a line of scarface which i won't repeat but uh it's a big opportunity for 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 mexican players i i, I think it's a perfect league for the full the mexican fool's gold uh, generation why is that uh why is that profe well, because they didn't live up to any of their their hype. I mean, they they pretty much they still they, have value. The fool's they, gold still has value. Yeah, but it's still fool's gold. It's now pocho gold. But they they haven't realized it's fools yet. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, you mean the the fools or the, the, the LA fools? The MLS. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but do you really think uh, Galaxy fans are disappointed with Dos Santos? They're blind. Well, he has not been playing well. So I mean. But the whole team hasn't been playing well. But, but I mean, overall, he, I think he's decent. been pretty okay. I mean, well, they have a they had a coaching change, so they could blame it, uh, you know. Or is that guy not there anymore? They're, they're still no, they, they 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 did have a they did switch out coaches. Siggy so. Schmidt. Oh wow, I'm I'm yeah. so behind, man. Yeah, it happened a couple weeks ago because I mean, obviously Bruce, <clears throat> Bruce was the coach. Then he then he retired, and then he was. Uh, no, he, he was coaxed out of retirement to team. coach the national team, right? Yeah. Cuz the US doesn't really have bomberos like other countries do cuz they just just don't have that many guys. Well, well maybe they could call him Vasco. And I, I think see the difference and I I think uh, the difference is going to be the same thing with 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 Jonathan. I think those two guys are going to do good no matter what. I mean, uh, if I just think that uh you know, Vela's of a different class, and I think that'll show. Even even if he's just surrounded by a bunch of scrubs, I think he'll 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 manage to make them look better too. Even still, well, he's definitely going to be surrounded by a very marginal team just be, just be of the the nature of the of the teams. Although Atlanta United came in this year as a, as an expansion team, has actually played pretty well. Of course, they have a, a coach that knows what he's doing in, uh, in in Tata Martino, which which helps a lot. And uh, you know, they, they have a, a pretty a pretty good core of, 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 of decent players. So if, you know, if they can surround him with, you know, a, you know, a, a decent defender, a good midfield, you know, like like three or four guys that are just, you know, above average, then yeah, maybe he, uh, now, do, you guys think it, do you think it makes that big a difference? Not playing just the way their schedule is set up uh, before the world cup. Cause they are going to be, he will have been, he will be in season by the time he, he'll be fresher. The, the team. He'll be a lot fresher than everybody else. <clears throat> That's what I think too. I mean, at least I mean, trying to trying to look at at, at everything. Like he's not going to be fresh off of vacation. They, they still do the month long uh, training camp, which which I always imagine like one of those eighties montage training, like in the Rocky movies. They play a song. <laughs> which which song though? Oh, there's on only fire. there's only one song to play. <laughs> Hearts on fire. No. <laughs> No, uh, no, not at all. Chariots of fire. You got the power. Sorry. <laughs> still my uh, that song does inspire, man. I, I still, I still think it's hilarious that, that uh, when he came out on on Jimmy Kimmel, the band was playing, and he went over and started singing a song. It's <laughs> 
And then he said he, said he started singing it badly, which made it even better. It was uh, it was it was it was very very funny. So so he has uh, he'll have the he'll have the the, the the training you know and then you know they could uh, so it starts in March. Do you have the song No Easy Way Out for Rocky Four? No, I don't. I don't. I don't have oh, that. Man. But that wasn't training. That was the sad. That was that was that was when, that when Apollo dies. I think the song is a, a more appropriate now than ever. I mean, with Rafa <laughs> getting kicked out, I mean, you can see just images of him like. It, it's when he agrees to fight. Ivan Drago and and then uh, his wife gets mad and he says that he he can't you can't beat him Rock. Yeah, and he's and he's replaying all those awful oh, moments in his life. Yeah. He drives uh, away in his car and he's. Oh, here we go! Here we go! <laughs> oh, so it's so it's it's kind of like the same song it, in Footloose when when Kevin Bacon is so upset that he has to go to the abandoned factory to dance. Remember, and he just. <laughs> so it's, it's that kind of we have to have hearts on fire, man. That's that's ultimate training, man. I'm like picturing Rafa, Rafa just driving <laughs> in his driving to the, all, to the abandoned like, factory yeah, and, 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 and then having a, a, a self-imposed dance off. <laughs> hey, dudes! Uh, good news for you. What's that? Chivas, uh, they beat uh, FC Juarez. 1-0. Primero que nada, hay que felicitar a Chivas porque ganaron bien. What, they, so they beat the Juarez team? Yeah. Now, now does, uh, does, uh, does winning a Copa MX game, does it warrant a... No. No? Or is it just... Uh... Is that no longer important, Rigo? Or is it just what? Go by Max? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's a group stage. You're right, John, though. It is hilarious that there's a group stage in this thing. <laughs> terrible. It's just terrible. I mean, I, I mean, it's. I guess it's good for the, the kiddos to get the bit. It's just, I mean, I mean, th- think of what they're asking. They're asking the stadiums to open up, you know, for, what, 20% of the capacity that would, that would normally come in. So that means they have to, you know, turn the lights on, get all the attendance there, you get all the concessions. It just, it's just, it's just not worth it. It's a. They need to give the the, the scrubs playing time, though. <clears throat> well, I mean, like, I they should they should, that. they should they should do just... that like at a like what you were saying, like smaller venues. And again, an- another reason why you know for some of these for some of these players. Uh, Joel, how many how many how many players play in Liga? Uh, how many are, are on, a, on a roster in Liga MX? Let's let's do some. How many foreigners? No, no, no. Just just about, just players in general on a roster. It's about twenty-two. Let's say twenty. No, it's more like twenty-five. Maybe between twenty-five and thirty. We'll call it yeah. twenty-seven. All right. So well, it's, it's actually eighteen on game day. No, I know it's on game day, but somebody like on the actual roster itself. Uh, that, that actually, there's a there isn't a limit, dude. Not the last time I checked. Like- Youth players, that's why they all got these. Yeah, yeah there, there might not be a limit, but yeah, I mean, so, they're only going to have so many on, on, on the payroll. On payroll. Yeah, they're not. They're yeah. Okay, so, so let's, they let's can, call, they can let's call, call it the youth players. Can't they call up like, any youth players? Okay, we get that. Okay, we get that. Hang on. See, now you're starting to tick me off, Profit. Hang on one second. Here. Don't make me get mad at you, Profit, because you know, I, I, got, I, I got some. I got backup. Is that so? Well, who made you pull for this dump? Huh? So, so don't forget. Don't forget. Anyway, so let, 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 let's say 30. So let's do some math. So it's, so it's 30 times 18, which is what? Uh, Wait, what? You lost me. 540, 540, 540 professionals in Liga MX, right? 
So let's let's let let's take away the thirty from Chivas because those are all uh, maletas. <laughs> I was going to let y'all fill the blank there. So it's five hundred ten. Now the rule says that it's just a game day rule, right? So it's a nine nine. So that means that the the, the the minimum Mexican player you would have to have on a team is is uh, is nine, right? That that's the minimum. Correct. I mean, they don't have the they don't have the five foreigner max rule now. Now they have the the nine local player minimum rule. The homegrown. Yeah. So 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 let's say that I mean uh, most teams will probably keep between probably about, about like ten to twelve, maybe fourteen, probably half the roster. So uh, so with that so we have five ten. So let's divide that by you know like 2.3. That's about 220 players. So there's 220 players roughly that play in Liga, that are Mexican that play in Liga MX. How many? Two, oh, probably between 200 and 250. I don't know the exact number. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I kind of have a number here, John. You have a number. So, so you made me do Clau- all that freaking Clausura? math in my head, Joel. And I just got it right now. Okay. I just got it now, All but right. for the clausura, it was 189. 189. Foreigners for clausura, but because they changed it up to the 99. Right. So now it's a bit less. Um, Foreigners? Yeah. It's really? 100, 178. So it went down by eight. Wait, wait. <laughs> so the naturalizados, <laughs> they don't count? Or what? Well, it says... 178 futbolistas originarios de fuera de México. And how many? How many de México? I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have well, that number. I could tell you some of the other numbers: 65 Argentines, 26 Colombians. So 65. So Liga MX. Go go through the rest of the numbers. So, but but 65 Argentines. But go through the rest of the numbers. 26 Colombians, 20 Chileans, and um. 15 of ragtag, you know, like Japanese, Spaniard, what have you. So it's 16 other nationalities. Uh, Who and Joel, who's the Japanese player that joined Liga Mekis? Yes, que onda? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Tanaka, right? Yeah, okay, so I kept the full list now. Uh, 17 from Uruguay, 14 from the United States, 11 from Paraguay. Seven from Ecuador, five Brazilians, five Peruvians, two Spaniards, one Frenchman, uh, one Japanese, one Costa Rica, one from Ghana, one from Honduras, and one from Cabo Verde. Right, but the, what but about the, all those uh, <laughs> capitalinos that uh, that they wear a Real Madrid's jersey, uh, you know, and they're uh, they're Spaniards. <laughs> are, are you are you trying to? Uh... Are you trying to incite something? <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> I'm gonna share the link uh, to the to the site, you know, John. But it almost feels like you that like 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 when you come on the show that you uh, it, it, it it's it's almost as if someone else takes over for you, like 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 someone like 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 starts controlling you. It was like a like a voodoo doll for stuff you say. It's almost it's almost like Fernando <laughs> just dropping them <laughs> left and right. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fernando. Just throw in shade, you know, attacking Chilangos. It's harsh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. That's all right. But but the number there, I think the key number is 65 from Argentina, and that's just in Liga MX. So the, that to me is is a number that I, that that the Mexican players should try to reach in MLS. Because if you, I mean, if there's if there's over 500 spots and uh, or where the number is between four and 500 and 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 half of them would be taken by foreigners, you just don't have those opportunities. So you got a great big league, you know, a two-hour flight away. I'm I'm thinking of a trend that might happen as like as we see Jonah and Vela come to MLS. I wonder what Dignac is thinking seeing seeing this happen. When you have these guys from Europe that are, you know, established in Europe and then they come back to MLS instead of Mexico, whereas he went straight to Mexico. I wonder if he's you know sort of in LA. Well, or he, he was close. I think he was close to signing for Galaxy. Yeah, and then the future European players like this Honda dude and even Argentinians, instead of coming to Mexico for the money, why not choose MLS? If they can, they but can see, but, but I think but this I, proves I, that still that Mexico is still attracting players um, for the money, but also for the level of play. I think um, all things being equal, I think Mexico still offers a higher level of, of play for, for potential I think these guys, uh, imports. I think these guys don't want to deal with the culture in Mexico. Like Bella, Gio, Jonah. Yeah. Because uh, they, they could probably make similar money. They just don't feel like dealing with the media and the culture that, that, that the Mexican league brings that's and the an, pressure. Yeah, I can see that. And that's why I hate what Chicharito said. He's such a little baby. He's crying about, oh, well, you're so negative in Mexico and all this stuff. Why can't we be positive? And that's not even the case. He's just being a little crybaby. And that's ruining that. That's ruining. <laughs> Well, Dude, have, have, be- have you ever read the comment on anything that Chicharito posts anywhere? Have you ever read the comments on on that? So what? I'm not. I'm asking. I mean, have, have you? Have you? I mean, when you post stuff, do you get comments like that, Chiquis? No. Did, did you get? Do you get people that just just shred you? He's not the only one, though. Oh, I know he's not the only one. There are plenty of people who handle it better, and and this goes to back to the comments. <laughs> Look, I'm not. I'm not defending the guy at all. I'm just. I'm just. You know, I mean, I, I can certainly see where he's also, he's also glorified. That, uh, he's also glorified. People call him crack all over the place and saying he's he's the awesomest. But I think so. ultimately, though, I mean, yeah, it, it, I, I kind of agree with you. They should be thicker skinned for sure, and they have to know that what they're dealing with. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that you have to like it, and and if you don't have to deal with it, then f it. They won't. And at the end of the day, I mean, they're gonna. It's kind of just funny the way like they do it just to avoid it and have the easier way, but it just and it just adds fuel to their to to their critics' fire. Yeah, I think I think League MX needs to get a little bit worried about Vela going to MLS because other star players, even from South America, I think might decide to go MLS if that's a viable option. Even if the, even if the club... I don't I don't think so. I don't I don't me think, neither. I don't think because they're still attracting a influence. lot of good players. I know, but there, there comes to, I mean, even in my, even in my point of view, there comes to a point where money is more important than quality of play. Like, who's the best player in the MLS? Jovinko? Hey, but um, the, the, the MLS probably is like... Go- sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I was going to say, like, like, they're not, it's not like they're attracting, you know, 
top talent, like oh, no. top yeah. South American talent. And I, I don't think the Vela move is going to, you know, make South Americans come up here. Yeah, yeah to, but 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 what it's what what MLS has attracted and has for a while is, I mean, I mean, are they going to get uh, the 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 next? Not yet. But what they are getting is what Mexico has been feasting on for years. Are are the, are the uh, you know the 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 Argentine attacking midfielders, or I, or I, the or, or the or the Paraguayan forward or whatever they've. I mean that's that's who MLS uh, has been getting, and and and, and that's and, and and as 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 they have more money and capital available to to spend on players, and yeah, I think I think the Mekis should be extremely worried about that because I think that that's that that's coming. Go ahead, John. All right, Joel. Yeah, well, they have been making a strong push to to bring in better players, and and I think uh, since they're going to be opening up more more teams, expanding, and I mean you you could see it, Galaxy signing the two Dos Santos brothers, and they they you know usually they would bring in a a, a national team Mexican player, but he would be already hanging his boots and these guys are still in the prime and and even you know Bella will be about 29 for Gio. <laughs> I know but but still I mean you're seeing you're seeing that they're going after much younger players they're, they're Again, having more I, and more money to play to pay uh, I, I also don't think it's too bad like it's so bad that MLS gets more competitive because I think it'll make it, it, Liga MX is going to have to get their shit together and start well, if, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's going to make the guy make more competitive. Yeah, and if more Mexican play players play in, in MLS and MLS gets more competitive, then you know at that point, then then you know you know you know if, if we we can start seeing if if more players are playing, then yeah, we're going to start seeing you know more yeah, well, more players separate themselves from because right now the pack. MLS, and yeah, MX teams play MLS, and it's like it's not competition. And we're not playing. We're not playing Libertadores, so we're, we don't really have, you know, a, a comp- competition well, that, that's challenging I think us. There's that the the that the, 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 the games. I mean, I know that the. I mean, it's been a while, but like that, like the the Salt Lake Monterrey was very competitive in the finals. I mean, there there have been some where they haven't, uh, like the Montreal Blue America, where they haven't necessarily been as competitive. But you know, I mean, I, I think if, if you catch both of them mid season form, I think I'm not saying that the. I mean, I, I would have a hard time believing that that uh, that Liga Mekis is going to win every single one of those series. So, yeah, I, I'm with John. What John said earlier, this, this league is ripe for. I think Mexicans could just be way a lot, a lot a bigger influence here. There's no reason why we shouldn't. The way that there's Argentines in Liga MX, that we can't. You know, I think we have the talent. You know, I think there's more players like. Like Corbelin, like like Coribe, we have way more players of that you know caliber that they're not getting a chance, and 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 I think uh, they should just take advantage and come over here, and, and they don't have to stay here. I mean, they could eventually the really good ones will eventually leave to better teams, but it pays and, to have more more leagues where you know where, where you, you're a presence. But and, and another thing, players right now. With the, I mean, the ML, the MLS might might help a lot of these guys make the jump to England. They, aren't they it's, looking for? It's it's not just England though. I mean, understand. I mean, MLS is. Show, I mean, they they uh, put on a an hourly show like like ML. You know, this week in MLS, and they broadcast that 
or trying to get on as many countries as possible. I know, I know it's not a lot in Europe. So you have m- more visibility, exposure. exposure. You know, I asked, uh, the, 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 there's a guy that writes for Food Max Nation who lives in England, and I said, dude, how do you watch Liga Mekis games? He's like, you know, you know, and almost like, I'll tell you tomorrow, bye. But, you know, just, you know, basically, you know, obviously they have, he has no way of watching other than going to one of the pirate sites. And uh, that is just, uh, it is crazy to me. In this day and age, crazy to me that that, 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 that happens. I can respect that, dude, because... Oh, I can respect it, too. Believe me, I've watched... And you you value it a lot more, because, I mean, that's kind of like us back when we were trying to watch Copa Copa Libertadores, you know, having to go to... Dude, when I was uh, living in Philadelphia and and, and my cable system, this was like for, for Italia... 90, which is a terrible World Cup, but it was still a World Cup. I figured out that I could watch Univision on my little 13-inch TV if I stretched my antenna as long as I could and then attached like another four feet of Reynolds wrap and have it touch my mirror. And it was it, it would be able to – and I, I could actually like maybe read the score. So, yeah, there's I, – I, I, I certainly respect that. But the fact, the fact is, Ronnie, is that – I mean, I know that uh, that Liga Mekis, uh, you know, it's, it thrives here in the U.S., but they have to look at they have to at some point start looking beyond the U.S., don't they? Uh, I think they do. I mean, it, I it's a, you, it's a great league. Why why don't they want to show it? You know, why not why not show it off? It's a great league. I think they need to they need to start marketing more towards Mexican Americans, aim more English content. Because I mean, the, the kids that are but, growing but up now. But not just the U.S. I'm talking about. No, I, I understand. South I, America, I know, I, Europe. I feel like, the, but I feel like the kids now that are coming up, they have so many options. That some of them choose not to watch League MX because I mean, the, the the quality of the game isn't as good as say La Liga. So when you're a kid and you know you have all these options, you know when we were growing up, we didn't have all these options. We had, you know, nine Liga MX games. And wait, that was wait. pretty much it. Speak for yourself. I had one game. I had one game a week and it was <laughs> yeah. on tape. One game on had, Sunday. We had, and we, we had delayed the audio because it was it was like obviously the audio that they got the whole thing and it was the it was the same looped crowd noise for ninety minutes. <laughs> uh, I, I had Dish Network and we had uh, all the Liga MX games. No, you, you needed the if, if you wanted the Liga MX games when I was growing up, you needed the the gigantic parabolica, dude. Yeah. To, to get the max speed. But but sometimes you wouldn't. You get sometimes you would, or sometimes you could get the uh, the, the, the the channel from Mexico. You know, I was uh, I was a slob at one point. I remember when Univision. Univision. Yeah. They went from showing like like the best game of the world, you know, that week. You know, if it was like a Champions League game or a English game or Italian games, you know, whatever it was. They'd show that like Sunday at noon, but then they got the contract with uh, with Liga Mekis, and I was like, man, and, and the team that was playing at noon at the time, I think it was Atlante. It was like, man, I don't want to have to watch this crap. But uh, that was uh, that was a long time ago. I remember when Telemundo got Celaya, uh, yeah, and they were showing the Celaya home games, and they were Saturdays at night. I got a they had Butragueño. Those, those are good games. They won a title with him, didn't they, Joel? No, they got to the final and they lost to Necaxa, and that's when they changed the rule of the of the White Golds counting in the final because it was one one. 
Oh, really? Oh, Necaxa won it. Yeah, on the way. Was that was that when Necaxa was owned by Televisa, Joel? Yes. Yes, sir. And they had uh, Manolo. What a was surprise! Was Manolo there or was it was it his sister? No, it was Manolo. Manolo. What a surprise! Yeah. And so we should put an asterisk by that one too, Joel. Yeah, no, no, that was the rule. Uh, no? they, okay. they they did away with that rule after that tournament, though. Which is the, which is the tournament that we put the asterisk by, Joel? Oh, the pro they do. The pro. But why doesn't why doesn't Mexico '86 get it though? That as well, all, all of those kids. All of those. No, you always say brother '85. You want to discredit America? <laughs> no, all, all of those. Like Monterrey, Cruz Azul. Yeah, Monterrey won the '86 one, right? Yeah, yeah, that, and one that was too, when, right? whenever all the na- that was when the national team took a year off. Yeah, so so. And then did a did a worldwide tour. So 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 Tigres was like decimated, and then Pumas was decimated. So so the team that had no national team members, which in this case was Monterrey. <laughs> Ended up and uh, ended up winning the uh, and it was called the Torneo Mexico Championship, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but yeah. but I I do agree with you, Joel. The, the pro that to me is, is much much shadier. Even <laughs> how can it be shady if every club agrees to this? Well, the, hey, the, the, it just depends on on how they sign. Like you know, I mean, that's some, that's maybe some, they gave him an offer they could refuse. You know, something like some, going to be on Kiko, that contract. That's like some Kiko from the West and that shit. You know where he he's mad and then he just takes the ball. He's like, nope, fuck you guys. <laughs> that's what that's like. <laughs> so also, so so for uh, for or Carlitos Velas, this uh, uh, chickies, you think this is just a lifestyle move? Yeah, mostly. I think he's still going to try hard. He still wants to be a big name in the league and do well for the team. But, uh, yeah, based on prior statements and stuff, he's a lifestyle deal. Do y'all think it was LAFC's first choice to bring Carlos Vela? No. The first choice was Cheech. I was at the, I don't know, Hoyle, did you see when the Mexico played Croatia at the Coliseum? And oh, the minute yes. Cheech came out, remember the, the the banner that they had? Mm-hmm. They had there was a Chapulín Colorado. Uh, no, I, was, I missed it, John. Uh, it said it, it, it at the time. I might I might even have a picture of it. I'm gonna have to look at mine. And it yeah, was. I, think uh, I feel like this. I feel like this Bella move has been in the in the works for a while. I don't know if you guys remember. Um, I think last year or the year before, they actually that did a U.S. A U.S. tour. I'm not saying that they did a tour for Bella. I'm just saying, like, I felt like that was kind of like his uh, welcoming party here. Um, and then by that time, I think Gio had already moved. So I feel like this this had already this was in, in the works for a while for him. Yeah. So it was uh, it was L.A. It was in Heart, and it, I forget what the message was, but there was obviously the the Chapulín for for Chicharito. So they were oh. they were they were wooing him hard. The, oh, uh, LA, LAFC, that's right. They had yeah. a – because LAFC, um, they hosted the event. Right. They hosted the, the game at the Coliseum, and they did do something like that. But, uh, but I do think they're still going after another big name. Uh, the, the people that own the club, it's a couple owners, like 10, and they've dropped serious money. And and you and you're right. Uh, they even had Will Ferrell. Uh, do a video, to a, no, but they had a Wolf Ferrell video, you know, saying Chicharito, please come to LAFC. But I, you know, 
you know, I want to say uh, in regards to what the, the Mexican youth players coming over, I don't think uh, the MLS <clears throat> is going to particularly uh, target youth Dude, players. Dude, I'm not talking about youth players. I'm talking about, like, like the guys between 22 and 25 that, you know, how many well, how many league have... guys, guys make, make their league debut at 25, 26? Yeah, but Those are the guys I'm talking about. The, the, the guys who target are the guys that are on the on the national team because what they're looking at is names that will put seats in the in the stands. Yeah, so dude, they they got a lot they, of roster spots to fill. You know, and how are they going to fill those spots, Juan, with with the NCA college draft? Well, but but that doesn't mean that they're going to give the the opportunity. Well, I understand that, but 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 understand the opportunity, Juan. I'm not I'm not saying that that each each MLS team is going to have seven Mexican players. I don't, I that's but there, there's going to be there's going to be 28 teams in, in in MLS. 28 teams in MLS. So what you're saying? They're they're at 22 right now. That is six teams. Yeah, that 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 is that. Those are a lot of roster spots oh, across definitely. the board. So, so so that that's why we have that That's why Mexican players should 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 look at that as an opportunity for them. Oh, I see what you're saying, but I don't yeah. think they're going to target them. But definitely, I mean, those guys. Dude, I mean, uh, the, the, why, why but not, not but, close the door, you know. It, yes, MLS is going to get guys. They're going to they're try and sell tickets. I get that, but you know, there's still you know twenty. There's still ten other guys that have to play. You know, there's going to be Carlos Vela. Maybe there'll be one other guy, and then they have to fill nine other you know starter spots. I think they're going to target Cheech. Oh, there's, or, or maybe Guardado, or is he going to go to Atlanta? Is he Atlanta? All the Mexican bros well, are in LA, man. He's been linked to them. I mean, there's a lot of Mexicans in Georgia too. No, I mean the his their buddies, oh, yeah. his, his, his buddies. National team, oh. yeah. Oh, Ochoa, I see Ochoa coming. I mean, he's he's in standard. Even if he does get, I don't see no top La Liga team offering to yeah, bring him in. And it's like, do, do you want to go back to another relegation team, or do you just want to cash out a fat check and be with your Mexi bros and you know go to go to the Lakers? I game. mean, I don't think I don't think so. Hector Moreno have the Molero in your backyard. <laughs> no, I said Hector Moreno, not More, Molero. Herrera, I think hey, he was, Herrera. I think Herrera's ready to come back. Yeah, Herrera is uh, is you know I'm sure his even some Americans playing in Liga. That's America. a disappointment. Can we Herrera? really hate on these guys? Yeah, though? they've been working for over more 10 than years. more than more than the Mexi Bros. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, I think he had an unbelievable the... World Cup in 2014, and he, and he when should... he was on, he was like Chavi Light. Yeah, Just... but I mean, well, more like biscuits. the Mexi, the Mex, the Mexi Bros <laughs> were. <laughs> they came from La Masia, and to go in their mid twenties into the MLS, that's. That's super disappointing, dude. La Masia produces a lot of players that don't pan out. Yeah, in La Liga, who was that dude that competed with Gio? Bojan, Bojan, Bojan. He's had a he's had a similar career. Yes, he has. Raúl Jiménez did. Last he was at Sunderland. The last I heard of him, I could see Raúl Jiménez staying in Europe for a while. Well, he didn't start today, I think, or yesterday. He played maybe twenty minutes or ten minutes. He's still a stud, though. I don't care. Yeah, uh, he's a stud. They're dissing him, though, man. He might get upset. Well, I think they've been dissing him since day one. They're they're. Well, he turned they're a demanding down a bunch. Fifty-six million dollar transfer offer from China. <laughs> so I don't think the team's going to be too care. You know, they're going to care one way or the other. 
what ends up happening with him. And he still may he still may get transferred. I mean, because I I think at some point Porto's going to have to say, all right, are we going to make sure that this guy plays to make sure he we can make Gally a profit Bingo. off him, or or should we just cut our losses at this point since since he refuses to go to China? I think Layun is ready to come back too. Yeah, you know, Layun will be back. Uh, uh, I think I think Ache Ache would, would actually I think he's, be a, he'd candidate be a good candidate LAC. for for MLS. Yep, I think Layun because he, he sure as hell hates the Mexican media, so I'm sure he'd be happy not to deal with him. Yeah, uh, he he could be another another uh, LAFC candidate, Layun. I mean, I mean his his. It seems like well, they have Vela, right, LA. So now they have La Yun. So you know, they, when when they announce them, they can use the LA thing again. This this transfer season has been really a tale of two tales, right? Tale of two halves. That first half, like a bunch of young kids are going. All these. Now you lost. You lost. Going. You lost the boy, and he got and he, and he signed today. We lost his, two. Uh, his. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but but the, the the one that that was it uh, was it Antuna. Yeah, that uh, has now officially gone over to the Eredivisie. He's going to play at Grunigan, which, yes. if I'm not mistaken, is actually a. I think he'll be all right there because it's actually a college town, so he'll uh-huh. have right. he'll have plenty to look at there in in Grunigan in Holland. He gets to learn so a, the, a life and work balance. That's right. Some fine, some fine dachatis that he will be able to uh, admire from close and from afar. I don't know, man. He seems like a shorty. He's going to be. <laughs> He's going to be looking up at a lot of them. That's that's that that's probably very true. But uh, you know, it'll. Uh... But he's still he's a, he's a football star. He is, and uh, you know that, that'll be a good spot for him. Hopefully, he will. Uh, hopefully, it'll, it'll, it'll. I mean, he seems to have a lot of talent, so maybe he'll be able to uh, get that going. And then Chicharito, if I'm not mistaken, starts uh, his. Uh, I don't know how much he's going to play, but he's going to start. The uh, Premier League uh, this week uh, with uh, with uh, uh, with Manchester United, and you know that if he does score, that he that he will just like either grab the ball and walk it. He know he ain't gonna celebrate. He's he, he won't show up Manchester United like that. Yeah, he's not celebrating versus Manchester no. United. Yeah, and then Chiki's. I believe you have big news about about a, about a West Ham Manchester United match. Oh yeah. March next year, I plan on going to Paris and then driving over to London and check out uh, West Ham, Manchester. You know, United. you could just take the Euro, the Eurostar, and you have to drive. Yeah, something like that. We'll figure something right. out. But you got tickets already, right? You have tickets in hand. No, I don't. Well, tickets for the flight, yeah. But not All right. Yeah. You're going to go well, see Neymar, too? That, that's an option because I'll be in. I'll be in Paris. For that a, is a cool stadium, dude. If you get a chance, the, it, it's, it is just a, a groovy old little stadium, the Parc des Princes. It's in the southwest part of town. Yeah. Is, if, you get, if you get a chance, it'll, it's totally worth it. And the best thing about Paris is that you're you're not you know within you know further than hundred yards from a metro from any, anywhere. In the city. It's just incredible. Yeah, hopefully they could play in 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 the week instead of a week a weekend. But yeah, Champions we'll League game. In March, yeah, maybe. Ooh, wouldn't that be cool to catch a, like a quarterfinal or something? One of the uh, the radio guys here in in, uh, in Austin was that the he it was it was during one of his vacations where he went to Barcelona and he caught the 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 Champions League game where Messi just uh, 
just pretzel the what was that guy's name Boateng just just turned him into <laughs> turned him into a trenza you know turn him into Verón exactly just just yeah completely just uh, tangled his leg I think the dude ended up falling in it and and, uh, and, and uh, obviously Messi scored the goal and so I asked him I said because uh, he said he was there I said so what was more impressive seeing the La Sagrada Familia, is that what it's called? Or their cathedral there, the Gaudi? Or, 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 going yeah. to the, or going to the Camp No? And he looked at me and said, man, he said, you know, they said, I, I, I really would, you know, I was appreciating the experience. But he said when Messi scored that goal, he said he's never, never in his life had he heard a stadium like that. And, and, and this guy's been going to, you know, sports events since the, since the mid-80s. He said it was absolutely, absolutely incredible. So... That'll be a lot of fun for you at Cheeky's. Hopefully you'll have a similar experience. And I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, West Ham, they play at the, at the Olympic stadium, the one from the 2012 Olympics is that is their home stadium. So oh, yeah. if they're having a bad season, there'll be plenty of seats available. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping to go to, uh, didn't they, didn't, I was, I was reading somewhere. They had it the third best attendance last season. Did they? Yeah. It is a cool little team. I mean, it is, it is a historic there. We talked about it a few weeks ago. I mean, they, they have their, um, roster of legends is is pretty damned impressive. I mean, you know, and it's a London team too, so you know they're they're going to be popular just because of that. So, but yeah, yeah, I was reading that even though they did not finish as well in, in, the, in the table, they had they still had the third best uh, attendance. What's Ron laughing about? I don't know, but we need to ask. We need to since he 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 left us, we put too much pressure on him with our. With our MKF questions, so so we're going to have to ask you again, Ron. Now, Ron, are you uh, you know MKF? Do you have we have? Uh... That's Lady Makina, and then we have. And of course. Or, 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 or Lady Aguila. What's up, Rich? So, so uh, MKF for us, Ron. Uh, I, I, I would rather take uh, the girl that was on the uh, uh, on the on the money launderer starting eleven. Yeah, she's hot too. <laughs> what's her name? Irma. What's her name? I'm trying to, trying to zoom in here. <laughs> That's who I would go for. <laughs> let me see. Let me see. There it is. Irma Lisette. Irma Lisette. Is, there, is there something going on in the chat that I should be aware of, boys? No. This wasn't in the, the private private chat. This was in the normal chat. No, I understand that. I'm just talking, I'm talking about the, the, the live chat. Right should I be paying attention to the live chat, Joel? No, no. It's, it's, it's quieted down a bit. It's been rocking though. It's been pretty good. Yeah, excellent. Glad. Uh... You know, John, there was one other celebrity <laughs> that that we failed to mention. Who's that, that? Might be a supporter of West Ham. Who's that? I believe the Moz. The Momo. Morsi, the Pope of Mope. He <laughs> seriously, there's no, but he's from Manchester. That make any sense? Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, there's there's a there's some controversy yeah. as to that, but but some rumors, some folks believe that he does. Uh, is, is it have because a soft spot is it because the, it's the most depressing team in the league? Is that is is, is that why he is that why he has he goes that way? I have no clue. 
Yeah. But so, you know, having a Mexican there, and he does like he he does like Mexicans, so may, maybe he you might see him at the stadium one time. You think so, huh? What is it about the Mexican that he likes? You still want to show me your cucumber? Oh no! Probably all the money that we've—I mean, we've we've made a career. Mexican Americans have, you know, made them rich. Basically, I think. Really? That's yeah, he lived in L.A. He lived in L.A. for a really long time. I had no uh, idea. During one of his tours, he—I think it was called um, Esteban or something like that—where they had the the drum, the bass drum had a Mexican flag on it. So he was definitely aware. Of, of his fans, and kind oh, of because I would admit that uh, now, see, now you're gonna get us to, to, into our, into our. I do it all the time. That's that's what music I music nerd talk. But <clears throat> I did see Morrissey. Serge is uh, about hang. Serge is hanging up right now because he is hates he? Morrissey. And, he and hates I think it was ni- 1991 uh, at, at Starplex in Dallas. And then uh, I went to, and then I was, I was, I just, and then after that, I just, for whatever reason, I just, I just quit paying attention to him. And I didn't buy, buy any more of his albums or anything else. It was uh, so, yeah. But I mean, it was a great show. But it just it just cracks me up to see him now. Although he's he's done he's done like Robert Smith though. But uh, but well, I guess I'll have to have another reason to uh, to think about uh, maybe keeping up with uh, mention who am I kidding? You know, I I follow them both on the Twitter in English and Spanish. I'm not going to lie, I do I do it. But also do it for for uh, for Martin, who actually I believe runs the the West Ham Spanish Twitter feed. So uh, I've subscribed. Have you? Yeah, I mean, you have to. Did you did did did, did you drop uh, Leverkusen like a hot potato, Dan? No, I think they're still there. I believe so. Yeah, I think that's so. why I don't follow any of them. You don't follow players or teams. Wrong. I, I, that whole fanboy, you know, following players and teams and stuff like that is like, eh. It's not. What fan- makes it fanboy? Not fanboyism, man. It is. Yeah, it's not fanboyism. It is. Don't, you're keeping don't, an eye on. Uh, you're keeping a guy on, t- uh, on Twitter. Don't? An eye on your guys. Yeah. Nah. We need. A, we need to call our boy back into Liga MX. Go back into the Libertadores and start making. We start kicking ass the, the way we used to. Remember when I was telling you about illogical conclusions? Oh snap! I'm just saying, dude. <laughs> I got I got accustomed to caviar, dude. Okay. He's not going. When, when making the semifinals was the was the very minimum. In a farm was the very minimum for Mexico in Copa Americas, and you know. <clears throat> What does that have to do with players playing it um, from uh, in another league that you want to watch? That gives you a reason to watch more football. Like that's how I see it. I'm like, it's great. I get to. It gives me a reason to watch because otherwise, I have no interest in it. Did you ever watch? Did you ever read the movie uh, or not read the book uh, Fever Pitch? No, never did. Remember where he where he talks about you know it's like you know back now. Granted, I know it's a lot more global, and this is you know it's never going to go back to that. But basically, you know, he talked about you know. The first time he would, you know, he'd watch like some of these players, like these superstars from like you know South America. It's like you heard about them, but then when you'd actually see them play and stuff like that, like you're amazed. Like just imagine being back in the like in the '60s and '70s and seeing Pele play for the first time, and you'd like rarely seen any video footage. I don't know. It's just it's like it's it's too much football. Sometimes I guess cheap is it. 
you know? It's like, but it, it's, yeah, it's but like you're, you're, always, you're always, you're, you're, you're getting first time experience. What's that? You're always going to have that first time experience though. So I, I, they're done cheap in anything. It does, dude. I mean, like watching like every, you know, like, oh, you got to follow, you got to follow Cheech and West Ham. You got to follow. You don't, so, you don't so have Roma. to. We, you choose to. I don't have to do anything. We choose to do it. And you don't have to follow. But I, well, I will. I will agree with you, Ron. That I, 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 I do not follow players. I, because I, 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 I don't really care about their personal life and that stuff. But I, but I do. You're right. Uh, I mean, at our age, we shouldn't be doing this. Like, dude, that's, I, 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 I prefer to follow the the outlets that have to follow. Don't let don't don't let that go. Don't don't just let that slide, dude. Yeah, I, let me explain. Let me explain to Ron a little bit. It's not fanboyism because, like John says, if you follow the outlets, right? The outlets, who do they follow? They follow Cheech. They follow these teams to get news out of yeah, them. Yeah, but they get paid to do that. You don't, okay? It's a big difference. Yeah, but why? Why wait for the outlets? Why get it from secondhand uh, clickbait stuff from the outlets? Get it straight from from the source, from Rafa or from Cheech. Uh, I know, but, but I mean, think about it. I mean, following these players, yeah, but it's, rarely, like, it's like beta rarely, boys. Rarely, rarely do they do they do they put anything newsworthy out there. Most of the time, it's it's okay to just know, be entertained, though, Beto. Yeah, it's, it's for the lulls too. It's just for, for, for me. The drama. Watching what it's it's Liga MX, watching Liga MX, studying the statistics, and then the only thing that I really follow are just the memes. Maybe maybe you're just a snob, the bullying. Ronnie. Maybe you're just well, a wrong figure. You are you are the grand master of Liga Mekis, and you and you have to look at Liga Mekis a different way. Hey, yeah, you're you're, you're like you're like the keeper of the flame. So you want to, you know, you're 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 the recorder of history. Yeah, I, I, of the Liga Mex, uh, t- statistics. Uh, uh, somebody in the YouTube channel they said uh, America has uh, eleven Paraguayans. Is that true? Right now? Yeah. No, they don't have eleven Paraguayans. <laughs> On the bench, I have eleven part of the ways, but that's not about fair wines. Do we have any fair wines? I think that there's like like eight or nine fair wines. Oh, did you, did you, no, no, did you did you miss the reference to uh, uh was it the uh, Chevy Chase movie? Uh, was it Spies Like Us? Yeah, it's, like, it's great. Do we have do we have any pair wines in, in here? <laughs> everybody, everybody. I'm gonna have to. Get, I'm gonna have to get some drops from that because that that really is just a terrific movie. It is. It is. It's it's like Chevy Chase. He's it's like totally a, underrated. He, he's a press officer, and they're asking him questions uh, about an issue in Paraguay, and he's like, he's just giving bullshit answers. He's like, boy, do we have any Paraguayans in here? <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just a terrific movie. It's it was his last great movie. Uh, yeah. Of that, there is a uh... scene where he's cheating with Dan Aykroyd. Like, what's the case? Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please stand back. I am a trained physician. Yeah. Hey, did you guys, have you guys seen that movie? I'm, John, I know John. I know you have, but what about the other guys? I don't, I don't like the fanboy too much on those movies, man. Jesus, <laughs> that's culture, dude. That's culture. Damn, that is. I don't want to buy the jersey for that movie, dude. <laughs> oh. He's coming strong. I know. He got mad because I called him a beta boy. <laughs> How dare you call me a fanboy, man? That's like that's the biggest insult. <laughs> I, will, I will never call. I will never call a player like in, on Twitter or whatever. Okay, crack. I will never uh, call him crack. I'll say okay, good job or whatever. But yeah, that's that's uh, that's fanboy. That's fanboyism. Yeah, 
I was a Rafa fanboy. I call him crack all the time. I swooned when I when I when I saw him. Yeah, that's, a, that's too. a little different. That's a little different when you want to like give someone a hug or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different type of fan, but that's an acceptable type of fanboyism. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you still want to show me your? I, I remember. I, I I don't remember who the, the the reporter was, but to me, I thought this was. I need to look him up again, but I thought this was really cool what he did. He was interviewing uh, uh what's his name, uh, Landon Donovan. And apparently, I think Gillette was hosting an event or something. And he asked him, uh, "So, how old were you when you first uh, shaved?" And I'm like, "I can't case him like number like you know, age of sixty-seven. Okay, and how old were you when you face uh, when you shaved your face for the first time?" You know, <laughs> he's like, he was being kind of you know, you know, being, you know, like a smart ass. <laughs> and, <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. Hit it, John. Hit it. <laughs> not the crickets. I'm saying, you know, there's just, you know, not being a fanboy, you know? Yeah. You can't be a fanboy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. So are you a fanboy then, Beto? No. This is going to be the Tiste Cagado, cagado um, episode. <laughs> Oof. I follow a few players. I'd rather follow a few players than follow the team. Yeah, I think that's... Some of the teams are annoying. Some of the teams are annoying. Like, the, so their social media, like, presence is annoying. So I'd rather follow one or two players that I that I like. Yeah, who do you follow there? Uh, like, on uh, Instagram, I follow, like, I follow Pizarro, and I follow Trophies. And that's it. I follow Chivas' account, and Chivas' account is super annoying. Like, I'd rather just not follow them. Sometimes it's good to follow accounts or team accounts because they uh, troll each other. Like MLS teams, I think do it. They'll troll, like on LA. Instagram, on on uh, uh, on Twitter, Twitter, on Twitter. Okay, yeah, there was a there was a really good one this week of uh, Portland Portland Timbers made of uh, LA Galaxy. I mean, so I the MLS, admit, the MLS uh, social media game is really good. I I have to admit, I genuinely enjoy ninety percent of the content that I get from the Santos Twitters, both the Spanish and English. I. I a lot of it's redundant, but um, I, I like tro- I like the troll, but it's really good, you know. Even like even like when you know what what is it the 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 what's the, the Dutch fl- uh, flight KLMB whatever, you know when uh, when Mexico got eliminated, they, right. they trolled the Mexico <laughs> they trolled the Mexico fans. That was pretty funny. Didn't KLM do it too? <laughs> Did the airline do it? Yeah, yeah, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Now the Dutch, uh, the Dutch women won uh, the uh, the women's Eurocopa this week, and I only bring it up because I thought it was really cool that the that the KNVB, the the Dutch, uh, uh, I guess the Dutch FMF, the the Dutch uh, Football Federation, changed their logo, uh, the, the, their their crest, and instead of having a lion on it, they had a lioness, which I thought was really groovy. For them, oh. and yeah, and they ended up winning. The, they ended up winning the Eurocopa. I mean, they're they're becoming a force in women's soccer. So, who, who do they say beat? Well, <laughs> I couldn't tell you that. I just saw that there was a lot of orange on my Twitter on Sunday. So, uh, uh, because because they'd won. So, so I I couldn't tell you. I, I would assume it was England or France uh, or maybe Germany. I have no idea. Okay. But I did think it was pretty cool that they. Oof, I just I just did something that I haven't done since like my college days. Oh my goodness! 
So I have two cans of beer here. I, I had one earlier, opened up another one a little while ago, and I thought I had like a good a good swig left, and I grabbed like the older one. At least there wasn't a cigarette butt in there. Like, <laughs> are you uh, are you watching any of the Liga Femenil, uh John? I am not. Uh, I am not a women's uh, a women's <laughs> soccer fan. It's it's not, it's nothing against women's soccer. I just it, it's not something that I uh, particularly enjoy. You what about you, Rigo? No, I don't. But I, I I do I do want to see my 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 pumitas do well though I'm not I'm not gonna lie so hopefully uh, you know Hey Ron are you trying to be our VP of diversity and culture on this on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just trying to talk. I just want to get your take on the uh, on the puta champ. You guys cool with that one? There was a, there was a puta champ. That's whole, I mean that's yeah. what? that's <laughs> terrible. That's <pretty> funny. <laughs> I actually That's want to hear. I mean, the fact that it happened once—it just it cracks me up. But I mean, <laughs> I want to hear Fernando's take on that, man. Fernando, he, 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 yeah, because here's the thing, though. Because Carlos Albert, he really went off the rails on this one. Because you know he, and it's funny because this is the type of guy. I mean, this is the guy that I've heard him many times say that you know, like, hey, it happens on the field, it happens on the stands. You know, we, we, we have, you know, it's like I think I, I think the way he said it once was that you know we've told. You know, we, we talk crap to each other, and we've been doing it for the last hundred years. You know, it's like you know, it's part of the game. But he really got uh, upset because he says that you know, you know, when you change it from puto to puta, it, cha- it changes the word completely. Well, it's a Should different be. meaning word. But I. But it's just a word, though. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it does. I mean, but I mean. Do I want to hear it at every game? No, I mean, the, the fact that they did it once, I think, is actually pretty funny. But you know, whatever. Ribbing between guys is one thing. Disrespecting a woman, I guess, is something on a different level. <laughs> but if, but if you if you take equality into account, then maybe you know it's it shouldn't be on a different level. I think looking at looking at it culturally, I mean, I think part of the argument for for those advocates for the puto chant is that if you understood the joke, you know that we're not really trying to be homophobic here. We're just doing it. So, and, and you could say that, I mean, and, and that's true. Even amongst guys, guys will use that word amongst each other, you know, just being guys, but same puta. That's, I don't know. But, but here's the thing. That's always, but even when you tell, even when you tell a guy, even when you tell a guy, no says puto, what are you saying? Don't be a faggot. No. Yeah. That's not yeah. what I said. That's. I mean, um, but if you but that's what that's what a puto is. Exactly. So yeah. When, but see, I, I personally don't I mean, use the your your the word puto as that. I, to me, it has a different meaning. But I, it's just where I come from. It's, it just it just means something different. But it stems to that to that word though, because it stems to being girly or less manly. Or not able to do. Occasionally, well, I've heard it I used mean, as being yeah, like if, if, you're, if you're like womanizing, andando de puto. Like sometimes, like I, I, I yeah, know I've heard that. That's womanizing. That, yeah, it's womanizing. So that's. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Pep Guardiola used called uh, Mourinho. He called him el, el 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 puto jefe, el puto amo. So, yeah. so, 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 like, so to me, I mean, the, the word "puto" has so many different meanings. So yeah, I, I, other 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 than, other than the word "faggot." I mean, and 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 and, and yeah, but in this unfortunately, case, unfortunately, the whole issue about this whole is because uh, is because that's the one that that's the flavor of the month that's right stuck. Yeah. And and because of that, then you know, if, if sanctions are involved, then it has to stop. I mean, it's just but that, but what's funny is know? that it's funny until you lose look, an eye and somebody lost an eye. 
I'm serious. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. The puto chant, though, I mean, we've all been to the games. We all know that even the women say it. Yes. Oh, everybody says it. Everybody says it. Everybody Even kids say it, you know? Right. But at the game for the – I saw a two-year-old saying it. I know, for feminine, for the feminine. It's also the women that were saying it too, you know? Of course. I feel like it's not a problem, like, on a national level in Mexico. It's more on an international level where, like, yeah. all these other all these other Latin American countries, like, or, like, European countries hear it, and, like, they don't have the I'll same t- connotation. FIFA wouldn't, wouldn't have cared two snits about it until the other countries started doing it. Yeah. I mean, think about it. I, mean, and they I don't even think it was that big a deal. As long as it... They wanted to nip it in the bud immediately. I think if it stayed within South America and Mexico... It's the international games where you hear it like in front of a, a global audience is where where that's where that's where it, it gets. Uh, Dude, I hear it constantly at MLS games, constantly. Yeah, and you hear it also like the punchline of jokes, like "puto el gets." Right. I mean, that's why to me it, it, it that's why that's why a lot of Mexicans say, "What is the big deal?" Because it has, as as you all have pointed out, it has a multitude of meanings. Yeah. But the one that stuck was, you know, the the, the faggot one, the male the male prostitute. <laughs> that that's the one that stuck. And uh, and 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 because of that, and because of what FIFA did at the Confed Cup, you know, the, the, I mean, the the the, <clears throat> the 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 Mexican fans finally got the message. You know what, guys? You know, puto el que grita puto. You know, enough. Move on. Let's let let, let, let let's screen something else that's idiotic. What what's the number that's uh that is banned or that no one wears in Mexico? What is it? The uh, fifty? No, what's this? Fifty-eight? No. No, 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 no. There's no, no, not that one. That's that's uh, actually because of a radio station. <laughs> ah, there's a talks about this there, on a previous podcast. Like a yeah, lot. There's, there's, I, we have <laughs> there's this, because because of and it was a joke that that uh, el, el, el chavo or Chapulín, one of them made a reference to once. That's a number they can't use because it's a reference to. Oh, La Bruja del 72. No, 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 no. I'm going to have to look it up again. I think it's, I think it's like 51 or 50. One of those numbers is not, no one uses that because it's, it's, it's a, because basically it's a reference to homosexuals, you know, surprise, you know, no one, they haven't said anything about that, you know, is that, is that your, uh. Is that your? Uh, well, I forgot what I was going to say. Obviously, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't terribly, uh, terribly important. Well, gentlemen, uh, we should uh, probably uh, wrap it up here on the Cantina Mickey Spot. I, I really thought we'd have some, uh, some, some calls. But that uh, Jakey, you, you said you set up the phone. They're heartbroken, dude. They probably no, don't I, even want to call. Yeah. No, they can't even. They can't even. They can't even lift. Lift, lift, lift a finger to 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 dial the. You know they can just say, "Hey Siri, call this number," and yeah. then and then you know it would happen. So again, you know, have to play the the sad flute for all the all the all the three fans this week who saw Carlos Vela go to LAFC, thinking that his that his three career is over, and then the captain. Who's going to be the leader now? Our captain, my cap. Who? Yeah, who is going to be? Who is it? It's a great question. Who's it going to be? 
Es Moreno, gris, Néstor Araujo, sí. Moreno, Guardado, probably. Probably him. I would, I would prefer Ache Ache. Leader, you want him playing. You know who it has to be is uh, is Lachofis. Lachofis needs to come that's up. That's what it should, I mean. That's what it should be. I'm anticipating his call up. Very disappointed if he's not. But so you know, so is, is, is I is wouldn't mind Lachofis now I have heard uh, it's, it's 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 too bad Do we have any Nesta we well maybe he'll come back on I have uh, I have heard the name uh Nestor being bantied about again for uh for FMF stuff but they can't do That's that the Yeah I heard I heard it I heard it this week My my little birds told me that, that he's also been shopped that another uh, that the, the the Nestor trial balloon has gone up, has gone up in the air. What about me? But yeah, so it's been it's been a rough week for uh, for for fans of mine and and, and for uh, for Dan in particular, who uh, now is going to have to find uh, another 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 pattern baldness buddy to to to, uh, to 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 look up to and uh, Guardado. He he, I think he's uh, going through it. He's, is he really? He's just a little bit younger than I. I think he's just a little bit younger than I. Yeah, and you know, probably I haven't seen Torrado in a while. I'm not sure. I mean, he was uh, he was he was cutting the hair shorter and shorter as, as we all do as we as we get older. Yeah, he's he, yeah he he and I both have a five head. That's true. Yeah, so uh, so there's there's hope for you yet, Dan. You'll you'll be able to find somebody else uh, fairly quickly. I'm still not quite like Stephen Miller six head, but I'm catching no. up. Here. What you need to do is have the uh, you know have the full uh, the full head of hair like Joel, so you can do the uh, the the he can go. Well, I guess Rodrigo took both go the full Almeida when they win the double. Well, I'm hoping that we get like we get like pick up some sponsors to for some money, and then uh, with with that money, I'll go get some Regenics to just get my hair back. So Dan, I think that this year, instead of instead of painting your your your, your boy's face with with the green war paint, if Santos wins. <laughs> What you should do is grow the 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 Chepo half goatee. You know the seven o'clock shadow goat goat goatee that he has. I can I can I can attempt that an ugly one, but I'll, but what the hell? Yeah. So I, I, if I, they I win, you should you should you should sport the uh, the Chepo half goatee. All right, deal. Prior, prior to leaving, I think you know, you know, obviously with the big news with the Rafa Marquez, if that hadn't have happened. I think right now the, the biggest news right now is uh, Lobos Boap uh, starting off fairly well. Yes. Do you, guys think, do you guys think that the little incident that, like, I think people are going to forget about the incident now with the whole Rafa thing, but, you know, with the two players, uh, Palacios and I forget the other one. So it was, uh, it was a brawl? Is that what happened? I, I, you know what? I, I don't I, – I read, I've read a couple of different reports. I don't know which one's true, but apparently – it was a, like a fight amongst themselves or something like that. I, I don't. I read. I read that there was like an argument with one of them and a woman, and one of them, was, I think Palazzo was trying to hit the woman, and the other player stepped in, and they got it. Like they got into a fight, and, and somebody like got a their knife. Head, got their yeah, ass somebody pretty got good. And had to go to the hospital, right? Yeah, I think it was the player who was defending the woman was the one that had to go to the hospital. I mean that's that's a that's a shame because I mean honestly for for a club, you know, I mean fairly new team in in, in, in Liga MX, you know, start off as good as they did and they've done it against good teams too. 
they started off hot, yeah. But I, I think I think it's commendable what what they did though. You know, most yeah, teams but... most teams would if it, if it was a star or if it was a you know a really good player they would have just been like swept it under the rug. And you know they were just no nonsense. You know he's. I mean I don't know. I don't, I haven't watched another game, so I don't know how good these guys are. Or well, you no. can't watch their games because they don't have a TV deal. No, I know, but but they're away games at least. Right. Yeah. And so, I, mean, uh, I, I, I think actually they play Pumas this week, so I'll have to uh, I'll have to keep an eye on that. Hopefully, uh, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I am uh, I'm starting to get worried. For Pumas, because our, our our good seasons fall off this year, and and if they don't have a decent couple of like you know at least get like between twenty and twenty five points for these next two seasons, things are gonna get ugly for Pumas next year for sure. John, did you, you, watch, you, you think Valencia is gone if, if if they don't make the league yet? I mean, I don't know how they can't, but I mean, the the the, the reality is is they're just not. Uh, and no, I didn't get a chance to watch the uh, the the America game, Ronnie. I uh, I was working unfortunately. Uh, what about but you? I heard, I heard it was really good though. Yeah, was Beto? Did you watch it? Yeah, it was a robbery. Did you? Uh, why, why? Why did you call Cecilio a punk? Because he was talking smack with the the the, the goal- goalie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was up with that? I think the goalkeeper was trying to like get in his head and say, "You hey, know that that would have never, never would have happened if that was Piccolini." Never, never, never. never. <laughs> yeah, and then and then he and then he panenka. Skater don't pay that. <laughs> I'm surprised he tried to Penenka after they Penenka the first time and it failed. <laughs> what a perfect time to do it. Yeah, I know. Piojo uh, said, uh, said in Fútbol Picante that he, he he got a little upset about that too because and he made you know he made it not to his players. When when does Piojo have time to coach when he's on TV like every freaking day? Dude, but that's what he did for the national team too, man. He's he's in the media capital of Mexico. He's gonna you, be you, you know what? He's got the team. I didn't expect for him the team to be functioning so well. I'm not saying that they're championship bound, like you know, but he's got the team playing. He's got the team playing. He's got the team playing, you know, fairly well. And and uh, but isn't everyone saying that they won because of what? I mean, watch the game, but they won. No, because of no, the, they, 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 they should have been the winners. I mean, they, they, they took, they took it to Pumas. They, they, uh, you know, one penalty. Now, I, I, I can agree. I can understand. I, mean, I can understand why the referee called it, but it was a bullshit penalty. Uh, BS. But the other one was clear as day. You know, um, I think you know it was, it was the right results. Uh, Pumas, Pumas did, did some interesting things. I, I really don't want Valencia to get fired, but I understand John's concern. You know, uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, the season's still young, so if they can get, if they can get to twenty twenty five point, but I mean, the thing is, is it since last season? I mean, it yeah. just, it just had, the, 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 the has not been good, and I know it's a start, so you know, we'll we'll see how it turns out. I mean, they can again, they can go on a three game win streak, and you know, they'll be in first place. So. Yeah, so I mean, I was, I'm, I'm feeling good right now as to how Piojo's, how he's taking the team, you know, and I, did, I didn't expect that much from this, this Cecilio this, uh, Dominguez kid. I really did. I mean, he's what, 23, 24 years old, 23, something like that. He's not bad. No, he's really, really good. I was like, wow. Is I he, mean, is he, is he America good? He, you know, ah, uh, it's too early to tell. But one of the things that I, I, I mean, I, obviously. It's, I mean, well, he seems to have the whole uh, he's got the, he, personality down. 
well, it's 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 one thing, you know. Did you find it late, Ron? Do you I've think he was said, trying always, too hard? I've always said that that there's certain there's a certain type of mentality, a certain type of character that you need to play in a team like America, where you, you're criticized whether you do good or bad. You know, not in every place. Which is what do you're that. doing right now. What's that? Criticizing the guy for playing well. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that I don't think the criticism has come yet, even when he's doing well. So, I mean, so you're, all still, you're all still in the honeymoon period. You know, it, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, for example, you know, like I'll give you an example. Chaco, Chaco Jimenez, when he came to America, I, I was actually pretty excited that he was going with the team. Right. But, but I mean, with America, same thing, same thing with Walsh. I mean, they couldn't handle it. They couldn't handle the pressure. They didn't do, do very well. But then obviously, you know, Chaco goes to Pachuca and he kills it over there, you know. I just certain players can handle that type of pressure, and I'm hoping that the Cecilio, the kid, can do it. I mean, because I mean, with with Edson and and and, and Lainez and and like these kids, you know, these guys that are like you know under 20, 22, 23, 24. I mean, if America can, if if, if Yoko can get the team, it's get a good base, especially in the middle and and in the back. I think it can be, you know, I don't care who's in the front, dude, because that never really that never has really mattered. It's always the midfield and, and for at least for me it's the midfield and the defense. You gotta you gotta set up the base there, you know? Yeah, but it doesn't help to have the the finisher and America has historically always had very good finishers. Yeah, but even, even like, they, they make true, it every considered effort to get them. True, true. But like for example, even in America and it's you know in its dynasty, golden golden dynasty in the eighties, the uh the defense in the midfield, they were they were the consistent, they were solid. But like in the early yeah, parts absolutely. of the eighties, early parts of the eighties, it was it was for example, it was a. But it wasn't uh, like they were struggling to score goals. No, they weren't. But it didn't it didn't matter if it was uh, Brailovsky or if it was Hermosillo or if it was Pelais or right. if it was Aguirre. It didn't matter because the team was always you know because of the middle and the, the the midfield and the, and the defense, they always were able to 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 you know to give the balls. To the forwards in, in, in advantageous positions. East, uh, I think, and it's called Historia Liga MX. Uh, is a great, actually, it's a great follow if you get a chance. If you if you haven't followed it before, they just post old pictures of uh, Liga MX players and teams and stadiums and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they posted a picture of Capitan Furia with his brother when his brother was at uh, Atletico uh, Atletico Español. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, Capitan Furia was a beast. Man, he was huge. That guy was a physical specimen. Historia of the Yankees. Yeah. Follow terrific. Who, who's uh who's who's uh, handling it? You know. The 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 handle. I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. But they do post. Uh, they do have a lot of great stuff on there. Uh, There's an underscore. Right? Oh, let me. Good lord. You boys. Boy, this really just uh, maybe we should just, like play some music or something while we while we look this up. Yeah, but so far the two teams that have kind of like impressed me so far is the uh, Lobos and America. I didn't expect them those two teams to be doing as well as they did so early on. Yeah, it's Historia underscore Liga MX, or I'm sorry, History okay. underscore Liga MX is the. Oh, was that right? Yeah, I think it is. So, I, so it's an English run account? No, it's in Spanish, but it's just called history underscore Liga MX. History? Underscore? History underscore Liga MX, yeah. 
does have some great old pictures. Yeah, and they had that one of uh, of Capitan Furia. He just looked like a like a monster. But anyhow, back to uh, and then Chivas they uh, they tied two two against Necaxa. They were up two zeros. That right, uh, Rigo? Do we need to? Yeah, they were up two zero. You need to get it off your chest. They were up two zero, and then we tied, and then we should have won. We didn't, but I'm not really worried. Yeah, worry hasn't set in just yet. No, I mean the team's playing well. You're still uh, hopeful. We, we we haven't had a full squad. Did Pizarro score uh, again? Yes. Yeah. Did and, he score another crazy, wonderful goal? Or, or and, he, and he and he and he set up and he set up the the first goal. He had a goal and an assist. No, he was uh it was basically a breakaway mm-hmm. one on one on, one on three. He was by himself against three guys, and he uh, scored from out of the box. So of course uh, Osorio will will call him up and then put him at right back, at right back or center back, which is where he started at Pachuca. Well, you played there, you played there for a year at Pachuca, so we'll go ahead and put you back there. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not really worried about Chivas. I mean, the team is playing well. There, it's just you know we're not we're not uh we're not scoring goals as we should. Um, and, I saw the kid that kid the kid at Mallorca played who uh, spent his whole summer traveling with the national team. Right. And I don't know if it was that, you know, it was jitters or what it was, but he was really unimpressive. And I, I just don't think his natural position is left back, which I know he's been playing there. He looks more, he more like a center back to me. Um, but I think Almeida saw that too, and he, he subbed him out at halftime. Like, he just looked very, like, imprecise, uh, nervous, Um. But I mean, other than that, I mean, we we were missing Adi Hernandez at left back, so I think this week is the first week we'll have a full team, obviously besides Pulido. So we'll see how it goes. And who does Chivas play this week? I will let you know in a second. They play. What does uh, you don't even know? How how, how dare you? And, and you and, and you call yourself Mr. Chivas? And, 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 and I'm a journalist. Yeah. I mean, I, I you know I, I live my day a quarter mile, quarter mile. So, so they uh, they're traveling because they they played at home this past week. Yes. Um, so we have uh, Monterrey. Yeah, for, uh, Monterrey. Oh, that was, oh. So there you go. So that that's going to be uh, it's going to be a good one. That should be a good end, and it'll be at the uh, at the Tamalera too. So that'll be uh, that'll and Monterrey's playing well. So I mean, they just they just put a whooping on uh, on Tijuana, who has yet to win a game. And their coach, and, and seriously, who 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 dresses? Chickies, do you follow the the the, the Tijuana coach Godet? Because I mean, he looks he looks like 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 Tony Montana has, you know, he, like like he has just been double crossed all the time. I haven't I haven't seen it. Let me check it out. Yeah, I, I think I, I think Ron, if you're listening, you should uh, you should uh, definitely start following. Uh, Following and rooting for Tijuana just 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 because of the coach. I could see Chivas beating Monterrey though, just because yeah. we've been playing we've been playing well. I mean, we the teams that we have t- drawn with has been Tijuana, who's in I mean Tijuana, Toluca, uh, who's in third, Necaxa, who's in fourth. So Santos gets Veracruz, and of course Pumas plays Lubas Lobos Buap. 
Atlas plays America, so that'll be the the, the we'll, we'll we'll see what, what what goes on with Rafa. I am excited to go to Estadio Caliente and watch Tijuana, even if they are playing bad when they go. And then they're going to be playing uh, America, right? Well, so, America, uh, yeah. Uh, so it'll be a, at least an entertaining atmosphere. Yeah. Now, are you, are you which which shirt are you going to wear? I guess depending on what side of the stadium you're going to wear. Are you going to wear a Tijuana shirt, or are you going to wear a, a, an America shirt? I was, I was going to wear a Chivas shirt, but I might just buy a Tijuana shirt when I'm there and wear a Tijuana shirt. Never, never. You, know, you should write. A, you should write. Just wear a Puma shirt because you know Pumas is like you know the neutral's favorite. So you know you'll be okay. <laughs> or uh, or. Uh... Well, you'll have to give us a full report on on, on that uh, on that when it. Uh... Yeah, when that rolls around, probably gonna get drunk with Dan or something. So I'll, I'll be there on a Thursday, so we can we can podcast live. You can day drink. Oh yeah, well, that's yeah. true. Well, we could do that too. We could. Pod- that's right. You guys can. Uh... Can 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 podcast uh, there from uh, in the front of my dad's house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, the kids uh, get put to bed. Yeah, I, I, actually, I actually have have had have had have had drinks with uh, with 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 Dan. We uh, we we met uh, back in uh, I think it was 2010 when uh, when Texas was playing Alabama in the national championship game, and we were staying, and uh, the team was staying. Our team hotel was in Orange County. We were staying at the team hotel because I was part of the radio crew. And, oh, and uh, I'm, it was it was, it was good. I might uh, I might be I might be going to Austin in October. Well, there you go. Uh, what are you going to be doing I have here? To go to a, I have to go to a conference in Dallas, and I was going to go to Houston afterwards. Yeah, but I want to. I want to go to have barbecue at Austin. So I might. Why on earth would you want to go to Houston? Oh, I have one of my one of my friends lives there. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, at least so. at least because you wouldn't want to just go to Houston on your own. No, it's too high needed there. Where should we Where should we recommend them? Where should we take them to barbecue? <laughs> well, I, was gonna, I want to go to Salt Lake. Oh, I always no, want to go. No, 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 no. That's, no. Tur- that's touristy, man. Man, I know. So I'm on a travel. Track. Salt Lake is beautiful, but the barbecue is 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 beyond it, mediocre. It, it's be, mediocre is being polite. Okay, no, that's okay. But yeah, it's it's not the best. I mean, I've been to Austin. I went to. Uh, I drank a lot uh, while I was there. And uh, well, we can do that. Too. The only place I went to eat was uh, Juan and a Million. I used to go to Juan and a Million once once a week with my for years with with my uh, with my college buddy. Yeah, did you have the? Uh, did you were there for breakfast or were you there for lunch? I was there, I was there for breakfast. Oh yeah, their and breakfast was, tacos are, are yeah, it was, are, they were delicious. Good. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm a big foodie, so I like to I like to eat when I travel. Juan has uh, uh, well, the owner. You like to eat. A, I'm sorry, but Houston beats the shit out of Austin. Oh, there's no question. Uh, Houston has world class restaurants, but who wants you know who wants to go? You know, I mean, spend eighty dollars for. No, no, I want. You notice when you go to the fancy restaurant, some, the no, plate's bigger, and the food is smaller. I want. I want, a hole, I want a hole in the wall barbecue spot that just has like good old fashioned barbecue. That's that's my thing. Well, there's plenty of those in town. I, I personally, this is just a personal preference. When I when I want to go on a on a barbecue adventure. I like to hit the small towns around Austin because I think I think I personally believe that the now there's some great barbecue places here, but I I, I it's just a personal preference. I'd rather go to the uh, the small towns around Austin because there is just some outstanding barbecue uh, in the uh, there's uh, Louis Miller's up in Taylor, which is the where the the Franklin's guy was. Uh, I mean that that is his mentor. That that's where he learned how to cook. 
and there's uh, you know just you know, you know Chiggy's how, how how far are you from uh from Lockhart? What are you like fifteen miles? Yeah, Lockhart's fifteen minutes. Yeah, I mean Chiggy's lives in, in in the barbecue capital of the world, uh, you know, fifteen minutes from Lockhart, which is just an, an incredible place because there's four world class barbecue restaurants in this town of what two thousand people. Yeah. It's just it's just not a big town at all. Yeah, it has these just just these monster uh, barbecue places. And when I say monster, I don't say big. I'm saying it's just just very flavorful. And then there's Luling, which is a little further that has another place that's just that's incredible. And then if you go west in Lano, they've got one uh, at Cooper's that's is outstanding. It's just the whole. It's just there's so many. Elgin has one. Uh, it's just, but Ronnie is right though when it comes to like overall restaurants. Uh, Houston is, is is just yeah is is uh, uh, certainly the best in Texas, and there's 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 no debate. I still think, although management changed, although management changed, but this, I still think that the best, the the best best uh, barbecue that I ever had was the original Joe Cotton's, and that was just fucking amazing. I mean, it was it was. I mean, I, I remember the very first time I went there. I went there by accident because uh, one of my fraternity brothers is uh, not uh, was from or he's from Robstown. Want to go visit him, so we kind of stopped by. We, cotton picker? No, no. The, seriously, that's their that's the high school nickname. They're the Robstown Cotton Pickers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. They were uh, very, very good in baseball. I don't know about now, but back yes, they were. They were, and they were very, very good in baseball. Uh, but no, he was actually a scholarship uh, football at university. Wow. But but anyhow, uh, so he says, "Hey, man, you guys gotta come over here and eat over here." All right, so went over there. And I was just surprised because they just, you know, very, very simple menu. And they just threw the meat on on uh, butcher paper. Right. And I'm like, what the hell? I was like, well, we don't get plates? No. No. <laughs> it's like, why, why would no. you need plates at a barbecue and, place? And, and I'm like, and I'm like, the lady, she's like, no. So you never eat here? I said, no. I said, I don't get plates. I said, no. It's like, well, back then, you know, Mr. Cotton didn't have money for, for plates. So he just said, you know, we're just going to eat it on the wrappers, uh, you know, on the butcher paper. I mean, the only thing—the only thing that they gave you these little plates for were for like, you know, like the, the, the potato salad or, or the you know, the baked beans and stuff. But it was like just like three or four sides, like you know, the, the typical, you know, the, the potato salad, the beans, uh, the coleslaw. And I don't remember what else. And then yeah, I think you had four four choices of meat. You had the, the brisket, the pulled pork. Uh, I think I think you had chicken, if I'm not mistaken, or I don't remember it was chicken, but the, I I just stuck with the a brisket and the and the, the ribs. It's like Jesus. I've never had anything bad. I mean, like, man, wow. you're making my mouth water just listening. I'm just, I'm a, <laughs> me too. Fiend. I'm a barbecue fiend. I love it. Yeah, and it's funny because I, I don't, I don't remember was you John or, or, or Beto, but a couple, I think a couple. Oh, it was ago, me. I think <laughs> you guys, you guys like uh, provided a link to like the 50 most. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? Texas month. And I, and it's funny because as I, as I was reading that, I, I I recognized a couple of them, but most of them were like. From like yeah, there 19, were a lot of them to, were for like from 2014 on, which I thought 2014, was just, just like, and I'm on. thinking, and a, and a lot of that, and I was like, dude, I think I, I know that it's gotten popular because of the shows and stuff like that, but I'm thinking, dude, most of the places that I eat weren't on that list, and I yeah. guarantee it. I mean, these are these are generations, people of generations that have been doing barbecue, you know, for a long, long time. Yeah, and uh, when uh, Mexico played the uh, the U.S. here in San Antonio, I met uh, Weasel and some of the other. English, uh, English language writers that follow Mexico. We, uh, well, I mean, I told them I'm, I'm going to this barbecue place, and that was where, where uh, 
I took Wisdenny, called everyone. And that place didn't make that list. And I guarantee you that place deserves to be on that list. The, I forget what it's called, but it, 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 is, it, is, it, it was outstanding barbecue. You guys know that I try to eat more of a plant-based diet. Like you know, like I said, I don't like consider myself a vegan, but for the most part, I eat mostly you know plant-based. But I do say this: every time I, I'll go back to Texas, you you can bet your ass I'll be eating barbecue. I've been doing I've been doing plant-based for the last month. Feels good, doesn't it? It does. It, it definitely changes how you feel. Yeah, like, really I I used to be like tired like in the afternoons at work. That no that no longer happens. Um, nice. and like, I've, I, I, I just, no, I, I, I feel, I feel good. Like, I feel good. Like, do I miss, do I miss meat? I do sometimes. Like, uh, and I'm probably going to end it this week because I'm going to a bachelor party. You're going to end it? Wanna, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're just going to end the, the diet, not, not the diet. Wait a minute. You're going to go to a bachelor party. Life. You're going to have no. meat. Well, we're going to end it. At the bachelor party with such cheese. He's going to have meat at a bachelor party. That's cool. He's going to have sausage at the 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 bachelor party. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't want to be the. I don't want to be the guy asking for the veggie burger. Like, I'm like, you know what? You don't want to be that guy. No, no, no. No, you do want to be that guy. At the bachelor party, because keep in mind, keep in mind that you know, eating a more plant based diet, you have better circulation. That's true because <laughs> you're not because you're not consuming cholesterol, so you can you can hang a wet towel. You know what I mean. And where's the uh, <laughs> where's the, where's the bachelor party going to be held? Yeah, up in Saratoga Springs in New York. Oh, so you're going back? You're going back home then? Yeah, I'm going back home. Yeah. So honestly, honest answer: What are the chances there could be there could be a dead hooker on the floor the following morning? Probably very very slim. Like, I mean, like, I have no idea what Saratoga Springs is like. I heard very slim. Know. We're talking forty percent. No. Yeah, like like maybe like thirty five. <laughs> thirty. Okay, thirty five. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I've never. I, I have no idea what this town is like. So but, uh, the rest right. of the guys picked it. I just said yes. All right. So before we wrap it up, I do want to uh, <laughs> Johnny ask still hungry for barbecue. <laughs> no, I want. I want to ask y'all for for for, for predictions. So. Uh, you predict on, on, on whatever it is. Just, uh, just, just, just give me a prediction. You know what's on Rafa or Vela or Chivas America, whatever it is. Uh, Ron, what's your what, what's your what's your prediction for the week? I think eventually, you know, I, I'm not hating Vela uh, with MLS. I, I, you know this. I've said this for a long, long time. Um, MLS, MLS and Liga MX, it's 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 a they're marriage. on a collision course. It's going to be a marriage. Whether you want to accept it or not, whether you want to agree with it or not, and and I will say this, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to to have that marriage with MLS because the one thing I can guarantee you is, especially because of of of, of, uh, of how you do business here in the United States, you're gonna you're it's gonna be a lot harder for shady people, you know, right. the Sermenos, the, the Carlos Almadas, and stuff like that, to kind of be involved. And, and I don't know. I, I just think that it's it's going to happen. You know, you're, it's it's going to be more more of a uh, more of a business relationship where it's not just a couple like more little games like like the Super League. I think it's going to be legit. Right. That's a, I mean that's a, that's a very reasonable prediction and 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 and, and it's something that we we we've, we've talked about one of the themes on on this show. It's like accept. 
except the fact that the, that 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 both leagues need need each other. So yeah, I mean I'm, I'm with you, Ron. I'd I, I'd love to see them be and have a a, a real competitive. If Liga MX, if Liga MX, or I'm sorry, if MLS was around when you were a child, John, you know, I guarantee you that Dude, right now. I had an NHL around when I was a child, and and, and seriously, like in the summer, mm-hmm. and because uh, we used to have cable, and so we got two Gringo channels, and occasionally there'd be an NASL game on Sunday, and I was riveted because I thought the uniforms, like, wow, that is really cool because the uniforms were so different, and just you know they were playing this. You know, goofy no, looking no. ball, and it was it was just it was it was weird. Right, right. The NSL, but I I think that one of the things that MLS has, has done is that they're actually taking the youth development series, whereas and they you know the, the other league didn't. Right, North the American just, Soccer League. They, it was a Ponzi and, scheme. And, and yeah, yeah, I I think that if you know if if U.S. soccer had have been more more serious back in the '60s and '70s, obviously creating more more competition. Uh, for Mexico, I guarantee you that right now Mexico, Mexico would would be a semifinalist, even a fi- finalist in, in a World Cup, because Mexico needs that competition. I mean, we had to go to South America, and you know, to get those to t- to get that type of competition. You know, in '93 when we first start, started, you know, participating in Copa America. Right. So here's 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 what I would like to see, Ron, and we'll uh, we'll then move on to our other members. Is if I mean I, I do want to see the Liga MX and MLS play in in, 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 a, in a competitive fashion, whether it's a, whether it's a cup tournament, I would rather it be during the season or figure out a way to do it where where they're both have been you know been playing for a while, so like like they're both at their at their competitive best, you know whatever time in the calendar that is. But the preseason like Super League stuff, I mean that to me that that stuff to me is worthless uh, because but but if you are going to insist on doing those. And when all these European teams, I mean, how many European teams came over here? And, uh, you know, usually like they play Chivas or, or uh, you know, America or Tigres or whatever. And like they, they didn't play any of the Mexican teams, but obviously Mexico started early. But if they're going to do that, then why not bring up some of the South American teams? If we can have a, a ridiculous preseason tournament, then why not have it with Boca Juniors and Inter Milan and, you know, LA Galaxy and, you know, uh, Atlanta, you know, whatever, or, or whomever. And uh, so, so if they're going to do it, they're going to do the preseason stuff. That's what I want. But as far as like during during the season, you know, uh, to me, a one off tournament would would just be terrific. Where it's single elimination, you know, wherever the bracket falls, you're either home or away, and you just go. And you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, play it, play it as it happens. I, I think that that would be that would be out. That would just to me would just be outstanding. And I think it would instantly, and then it would instantly just be absolutely, you know, it, it, it would be. And if MLS wins the the first few, it'll, it'll it'll definitely make things a lot more interesting. Rigo, what is your big prediction for the week? I think Chivas beats Monterrey in Monterrey, and I also think uh, Daenerys lets Jamie Lannister go back to King's Landing. Shocking, shocking prediction from. From Origo that that, that that Chivas is going to win. Who who would have ever guessed? Who would have ever guessed? I mean, this is a this is a very unbiased opinion. Okay. Um, yeah. Just you know. So the, 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 this strictly. is your your educated, unbiased, scholarly. You've, yeah. you've analyzed both teams thoroughly. Just, yeah, just from you know, so statistics, gameplay, watched a lot of game tape all week, and that's that's what I gather. I think it's two one victory, Monterrey. 
Right. And you think that uh, that Daenerys is going to let Jamie go? Yes. I think so. Well, he's definitely not dead, so we don't have to worry about that little bit of I mean, intrigue. He's not dead. I think. Uh, well, I think, if, if, uh, if he goes, someone's, you know, the only way to pay for life is death. So someone's going to have to pay for that. Or, or, you know, they send Cersei, uh, you know, requests like you need to let go of Yara Greyjoy and the Sand Snakes and we'll give you Jamie back. And then she says no. And then Jamie's like, okay, we'll cut off the other hand and send that. Then she's like, Jamie's like, this will this bitch just let me let me out the dry. And that's what makes him turn to want to kill her. I've been reading a lot. I don't know. Evidently. Evidently. Well, we'll, uh, we'll have to say your, 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 your prediction on game of Thrones was a little more enthusiastic and creative than just saying Chivas. <laughs> so we'll, we'll with that. Uh, I, th- I think Danny still with us or are you, uh, well, I'm here. All right. So, so Dan, what is your, what is your big prediction for the week? Uh, Santos gets their first win. I'll keep it simple. All right. Santos and, and Santos gets them. They play Veracruz, so that's again really, really going down the lane. Really, really, really throwing yourself out there. <laughs> well, I'd like to make a bolder prediction and say that Rafa's going to come out of this uh, totally unscathed. I thought I thought you were going to say something like San Dimas High School but, football rules, but. No, well, I was going to say that. Actually, I was going to bring up the um, the Rocky reference just because I felt it was kind of appropriate. If, like, because Ronnie kind of painted a picture that Rafa is like Rocky when they take all his money in Rocky Five, where those two guys are, are Polly. So, so Rocky is that uh... does that one fit? Yeah, you know how Rocky lost all his money and he went to the poorhouse. Are we running out of Rockies to to make references? No. <laughs> no, I don't no, think we've we referenced the original yet. Yeah, we've so many we references to Rocky stuff. Now. Interesting. So, so you think that it was uh, that his? Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, that's actually. I, I, I don't think this is going to end well for Rafa. I think that he's going to be, unfortunately, ostracized from uh, uh, at least for the next. You know, two to three years at the at the least, and uh, you know, you know whether whether his you know you know if he does end up being uh, cleared, or if if it turns out that he really didn't have 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 no idea what was going on at these places, you know, then I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing or not. But uh, you know, he he might be able to come back, but I, but I do think that he's going to have to, or he will, uh, or be forced to uh, at least move, step away from the business and the entertainment of, of Mexican soccer for, for the next couple of years that he's going to be in. Hey, John. Yes, sir. You know, the whole thing with players starting, you know, nonprofits and foundations. Um, I don't remember. It was real sports. I, I don't remember, but I just, uh, I remember seeing a document or a report how a lot of these foundations have good intentions, but they never really, do the work they say they do. Right. I, I think I think that it's like these players need to stop really lending their names 
to these type of organizations. Yeah, exactly. Even, like to restaurants people. or to academies or to, you know, you know, do the smart thing. If you're going to put your name on something, put it on a car dealership. Cause the, I mean, those guys, those guys just print money. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's just like you're setting yourself up, you know, because it's not like you're going to, it's not like you're going to be there the entire time. And it's like, uh, I just, Right, I guess, and, 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 I'm, and and as you said, I'm not sure that Rafa's the kind of guy that's gonna, you know, get a weekly or a monthly report on how the how the how, what the books look like, no, at, it, at, it, at his foundation that's in, you know, in in uh, where he's from, uh, what is Samora Michoacan or Guadalajara yeah. or, or wherever it is when he's in, you know, in, yeah. in Barcelona or wherever. So I mean, and, again, and, I'm not saying that that's I'm not I'm not, you know, I mean, Rafa needs to know what's going on in his places, but. But you're right, though, Ron. It's it's like they have this foundation. Is they're going to give a lot of money to charity this and that, and they end up not doing anything. You know, it's like in like Dan, dude. I mean, this, this does. I mean, I'll, I'll be done honest. It, it does has it does have me bummed out because I, I would have really liked to sit. You know, obviously, Marcus, you know, as not necessarily even a coach, but even even as an executive, and and because. You know, the, as president of the, the, the federation or even of the, the league, and tr- and trying to just because of, of what he's done internationally, elevate Mexico. I think I think he just loses all his credibility now. Even even if he's you know innocent, because there's always going to be people that are always going to doubt him. Yeah, so I mean that's why I mean he's going to have to go through a serious uh, image overhaul for him to if, if if he wants to have any kind of future in. Uh... Mexico. We do have uh, Chickies. Do you have uh, Do you have a prediction before we uh, before we wrap it up here? Oh yeah, a few. Uh, wow, I think more America than one. Atlas without Rafa. Okay, America beats Atlas. Avilés without right. too much for Chivas. He scored two last week, and Pachuca is going to smoke Tigres and send them into abyss. And Pumas is going to bring down Lobos. Just. Bring in the heat. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, just especially that last one. Just you know, hope hoping to beat the expansion team. There, hopefully that that uh, they're in Seoul, so they should have support. Are you saying that Lobos is the Gordi Wapa? <laughs> hey man, at this point, uh, you know, if if, if 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 the hole in the wall is warm enough, cualquier cualquier for, for, for Pumas, you know. They'll, <laughs> Atlas would be the easy win, the the slump buster for America. That's right. You know, we do have another prediction. Hang on, Chiquis. Willie Nelson will astound his fans by swimming the English Channel. Really, Willie Nelson? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, as you were saying, Chiquis. No, I was just saying Atlas is the one that's going through turmoil right now. So that's that should be an easy win for America. That's true. And then and not only that, but they are, they are, uh, Atlas is, is mired in a, in a, in the relegation battle. So if, if this sends them into a funk, they're going to have some serious problems. Very, you know, the, 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 the this could, uh, really just, <laughs> wow. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that just be so Atlas though, to have Rafa back, you get, you get bought by, 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 by the Salinas group. So you, you're thinking, man, we're going to finally make the investment, uh, you know, to really try and, uh, you know, make the effort uh, to, to win a championship. And then uh, this happens to Rafa, and then they get relegated. <laughs> but, here, but here, John, here, take it, take it a little bit further. 
they get relegated, and then Rafa buys them at a cheaper price. <laughs> if it, but that that would have been able, that would have been okay had his assets not been frozen. Unfortunately, <laughs> he'll find he'll find another way. He'll find another way. <laughs> that would be funny. All right, gentlemen. Well, let's uh, wrap it up. I know that we had some other folks on the line, but I guess they have dropped off. So, uh, but we do appreciate uh, Joel Aceves and uh, Juan and Profe Uribe joining us. Dan, thanks so much for, for, for hopping on. I believe Dan said, no, thanks, John. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> we do uh, appreciate everybody on the chat, uh, Sergio and MJP, and I think uh, Mr. Flores uh, hopped on. So, uh, Thank you all very much uh, for that. Uh, Rigoberto, thank you very much again for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. Hopefully your, uh, hopefully your uh, predictions are right. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that turns out for you. We'll see how that turns out. <laughs> Ronnie, I uh, appreciate you uh, coming on. Hopefully uh, things go well for you in Philadelphia this week. Thank you. And, thank you, John. Uh, thank you, guys. Oh. My name is John Jagu. Uh, thank you guys for joining us here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. Uh, we are on live at, you know, on uh, on YouTube every Thursday night. We did a, do a special Wednesday edition because of some of the uh, information that has come out in the last few days. But usually you'll find us on Thursdays on YouTube at the 9.30 Central, just 10.30 Eastern and 7.30 on the West Coast, and of course uh, 8.30 Mountain Time. And you can download this and all of our previous uh, 97 editions. This is the episode 98 of the Cantina Mekis podcast. We're, 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 we're bearing down on 100. Hopefully we'll have a, a good show for our 100th episode. But I uh, do want to thank you all for uh, listening to us and joining us and chatting with us. And uh, hopefully we'll have uh, you guys joining us again next week. And if again, if you want to listen to previous editions, please uh, download those from iTunes or from uh, Google Play. My name is John Jagu. We'll talk to you guys again next week. <laughs>